Hello, you are listening to the all-new Anti-Fanboy Podcast for the week of January 7th. Oh, just one day past my favorite day of the year. But, despite all of that, we are here to celebrate the year that was and welcome all to the Anti-Fanboy Anti-Fannies for the year of 2023! How y'all doing? My name's Devin Kopeck, and with me is Chris Galanti, John Suarez, and Steve O'Teary. Hey, how you doing? Hello, uh, everyone. We got we got awards to give out here. Actual, real awards. It's uh, an astronaut in a bowl or a container of popcorn with the Oscar head that yeah. we screwed onto it. That's our anti-fanny. So, Yay! Uh, you know, we're going to be giving them out. We're going to mail them. Because, you know, yeah. COVID, <laughs> you know, people getting sick or anything. Um, I don't geez. think that's a thing anymore. I'm pretty sure the internet told me. Well, that's we're, why we didn't over that. invite all the celebrities, right? I mean, I didn't get it, guys. I mean, come on. It's fine. It's fine. We're going to invite, like, Paul Giamatti and everything. He was going to show yeah. up. He's stuck right. in that school, dude. <laughs> He's not. That's not. He's that's not real. Oh, come on. What? Yeah, he went first he went on that wine trip and then he got stuck in that school. This is going through the soundboard, aren't you there? It's sad. Paul Giamatti's stuck in a school with no wine. <laughs> so, it, it really does sound like Steve's troubleshooting. He's like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, oh no. Slamming his fist onto the soundboard and all these things. Are uh, I don't know what to do. Alright, um, Kevin, say something really uh, dramatic. Oh, okay. Get ready to uh, I have some dramatic, some dramatic message. Ready? Yeah. Um, I have cancer. It's terminal. It's, I thought that was the, I thought that was the THX. Damn it! I was, I was laughing over it because I knew the fart was coming. Yeah. Well, <laughs> based off of that, it's all gone. I just farted it out. I suppose in a long hallway. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's not offensive. That's how you get rid of it, right? You just, you know, that, that fart sound sounds like a ghost farting. Like you are in a, an abandoned school and you hear that. <laughs> you know, like, oh shit, I'm not alone. Like there's, oh, there's I'm a, not alone in the in the in this world. There's yeah. a fart and ghost in this school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I think of when I hear it. But um oh, man. we're not talking about fart and ghost. We're talking about awards and movies and television and video games and various miscellanea. Oh, Chris Galania. Chris Galania. Yeah, we got we got awards. Favorite of the animes, yeah. We got awards for everything. (laughs) For every for for movies and and shows and the best of the best, the worst of of the the things. Oh, you better I, the rest of the things. I have a quick announcement to make too before we jump oh, into it. Oh, um, get ready, Steve. <laughs> here we go. Galani and Chill uh, next week, which will be next week, of course. Uh, I will not be doing the Alfred Hitchcock uh, Galani and Chill. I actually changed topics. I will be doing the bottoms and tops of 2023. That will be the next episode of Galani and Chill. Ooh. I watched so many goddamn movies over this past like two weeks. Oh, you're going to pick the best ones of the Galanian chills. No, 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 no. That's 2023 as in everything that came out in 2023. You're doing a recap. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched yeah, okay. a lot of new movies. A lot. Man, I want to I I know your best of the best of what you 
watch too. Hey, you gotta for... wait. I still got. I still yeah. gotta watch some stuff. I got another week. I got. I also like the idea that Chris was like watching Hitchcock movies. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> I got put on Aquaman. Man, this sucks. No, Aquaman no. two, baby. I I will go. That will be February. I will okay, jump into okay. Hitchcock during that because I am excited to do that. But I Get just your wanted cock to, in February. I I'm I'm hiding my cock. Until February. <laughs> well, I mean, I think like a lot of of what usually happens is at the end of the year, it's just like there's actually, you know, movies that come out that everybody's like, oh, you should really see this. And then exactly, you know, I'm still one or two behind. Yeah, um, like I feel like we give ourselves another week. Maybe you guys watch one of the few movies on your list that are left because I know you guys are watching. You're training through movies from what I've been you've been no. telling me. You know, yeah, we are yeah. putting we are putting together um, a gauntlet for you, Chris. Um, oh, we are going to do a a draft, uh, and then we are going to put a tournament uh, to you. You're not going to know anything of like the brackets until afterwards, Chris. Whoa, okay, that sounds so, like fun. Even though it's probably yeah, all going to be. We should, uh, yeah, we should um create a uh, a, a channel where that Chris can't look at. Yeah, you guys, so come on! No, Chris is allowed. Oh no, I'll no just, Chris I'll just, uh, I'll just message that text group that we have that exclusively does on Kalani. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's messed up. <laughs> the fuck Kalani text group. That I yeah, I, a lot of those exist. It's not just one. I hate, I hate that guy. <laughs> He's van about Kalani. You know? That's fine. Um, I understand. What the fuck? Oh. Well, we got we got stuff to talk about. We but might might want to jump in. This is a lot of shit, man. Yeah, I know it's been a few weeks, but I'm glad glad we were all we all figured it out. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of stuff, but we'd be here for like. Another I feel week. like um, next week we'll talk about like all the movies. Oh my god! Oh, you you want to hear my take on Elf? Can I watch that again? You watched yeah. Elf? Well, I mean, again, it's been like three weeks. So, yes, I did watch a lot of Christmas uh, movies over uh, Christmas. John, yes. John has uh, destroyed our Google Doc again. Again. Uh, oh, no. I, I, I moved it back. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 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 Big. That was big. Well, you know, she's got a big head. Oh my god. god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Next week we'll 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 talk about we'll we'll throw in everything, you know, some trailers and all that stuff. Because there ready is a lot for of two and a half hours of me talking about how sick and nasty Rebel Moon was, guys. Sit oh ready. boy. You're not gonna be happy by the end of this podcast, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> All right, so should we? I don't know. How do we want to do this, Steve? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, did we like screen? randomize it one year where we like rolled dice? I don't <laughs> know. think so. Something like I that. Mean, <laughs> I can. I could. You know, you want me to just start with yeah, the start thing from the then, top. Right, yeah, we'll start, start from the top. top. Devin will start from the top, and then it'll go to Chris, John, and then me, and then we just keep looping. So. <laughs> Fucking two hours of bullshitting, and we didn't even discuss this part right before. We no. All right. Well, the first. So I, we're focusing on movies and TV shows for the first segment. First of, category, movies yeah. and shows. Big bang, boom. First category, best surprise. What surprised us in the year of 2023? What were we just walking around hanging out and be like whoa i well this one hit me like a ton of bricks wow well, i'll tell you uh, one thing i didn't i didn't expect to cry at a godzilla movie yeah this that's year. same here uh twice 
in the same movie, in the same Godzilla movie. Didn't expect to cry twice in the same Godzilla movie. So that um, was a really crazy surprise for me. I think we share that experience. I was uh, completely dumbfounded by that. Insane, right? How yeah. Like, what, I was like, what am I watching? Like, what is this? I don't know what? if I, I, I gasped. I, I did audibly gasp at a point. Well, we're talking about Godzilla minus one, of course. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is uh, myself and John's pick for best surprise this year. Um, yeah. 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 I think as a whole, um, I, I learned some things. I actually did a little research about the movie and the things, two things that really popped out for me that secured it in the best surprise pot. Budget, Chris? The budget? 15 fucking million dollars. No. And did you hear what, what, uh, what, what the director said? He said, oh, I wish we had 15 million. <laughs> so he didn't even have 50 million it was like, like slightly under 15 million for like marketing too like, that's unbelievable isn't that um, nuts yeah and two the director did all of his own cgi this is all from him really yes yes he did jesus holy it's, hell it looks i mean listen it, like it does look a little like a little budgeted right but that CGI is, is that. more than I thought passable. It was, I thought it it's was more than amazing. passable in a was this, lot of spots. Was this movie made by that Kane Pixels kid? What the hell, man? That kid can do anything. <laughs> no, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Let's think about it. Him. Yeah. Let's give him the You credit. think about it, and it's like, dude, Hollywood executives, you think they watch this movie and they get mad? Because, Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, like, that's, that's embarrassing. Like, because how much did Indiana Jones? How much did Indiana Jones cost? Oh, that is up. the most Half expensive movie ever made. Half it was like three hundred million, four hundred million, half half a billion, and, with marketing and everything. Yeah, and like, and it didn't even like. I mean, I didn't watch it, but from what I heard, this the effects in that movie were fucking dog water. Trash. From Trash. what I heard, yeah, that I, and like even go... the Marvels, the Marvels I heard didn't look that great either. It didn't look like yeah. it cost two hundred million dollars. You know, I actually yeah. would go so far as to say two hundred ninety-four point seven million, eighth most yeah. expensive movie made. God, Godzilla yeah. minus one had exceptional CGI. I think. I think. Yeah. I, I think it looked yeah, yeah, same. Amazing. I I was in shock about how how well everything looked, especially considering the price. Yeah, I looked it up because I watched it with Devin a couple weeks ago, and then I like I was yeah. just like looking stuff up after because I was just so fucking. In- amazed by the movie and then i texted him, i was like dude this movie costs 15 million dollars to make what the fuck is this a fucking indie movie like what the hell dude insane it's crazy and not only that the other surprising aspect of the movie having fully fleshed out three-dimensional characters and an absolutely gripping <laughs> plot that kept me more interested right. in the human beings than in the giant fucking monster that was destroying everything that, yeah. that is and you know what chris so hard to do in a godzilla movie no no, but like you know what though, Chris. Doing like, any movie, let alone a kaiju movie, yeah. No, but but no, but what's crazy is I wa- like three days later I watched 1954 Godzilla and it was like the same thing. The characters okay. in that movie were like really fleshed out and you cared about them, and I think that's the difference. Like, I mean, it's I think been people just years. like. I mean, now Godzilla is. But it's like it's it's kind of crazy that up. like now I mean you know, even Shin Godzilla was. I, that's true. That's you didn't. They, they they did a good job with making the, the the humans interesting, but like you know, some of the other ones like I don't even want to throw. Shade. I mean, I do want to throw shade, but like the Hollywood Godzilla movies. Oh good lord! You really don't even they're bad. Care about the humans at about, all? You talking about Millie Bobby Brown's <laughs> Tour de Force? <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> well, I didn't watch that. I heard it was. I heard that was like actually pretty good, but like the the, but the at first the same time, it's still that's still like a popcorn flick. 
Yeah, I don't even know if I would. I don't even know if I would constitute Godzilla minus one as just like as I wouldn't reduce it to just a popcorn flick. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Like, I wouldn't. I would never call. I think it's bigger than that. Which is kind of insane. (laughs) It rises above that, you know, by by its ingenuity and good acting and they opened it up for a sequel, and I don't. I kind of hope they don't make one. Well, I thought the sequel was just the original 1954 version. Right. No, no. After watching the 1954 one, it's kind of like, I don't know, man. It's almost like Godzilla Minus One is like a reimagining of that one. Mm. That's what it felt like. Because like even down to like, there were so many callbacks to the original too. Even down to the bandage on on Shikishima's uh, head. Like that was a callback Mm. to... To the original as well. It's it's actually kind of neat, and it's like every time Godzilla sees a train, he starts licking his lips. I guess he he has to I take a bite out of that fucking it's, train, it's <laughs> or he'll die, or he will die. It's such an incredible. But, uh, like I know it's sad, but it is kind of positive in its ending because you get to see these people that have been downtrodden, you know, mired in tragedy, pull together and solve the problem themselves yeah and they didn't yeah yeah, and they didn't like they really did a good job of skirting the political line too yeah like they didn't they didn't blame the u.s they didn't blame i mean they kind of blamed the japanese government at the time right i think that's really especially like when you when like i didn't know that the fucking kamikaze airplanes were just they just didn't they could have had ejector seats probably but they just you know they didn't well, want to put it, them in there. The whole point of it was in their honor system, right? They thought that yeah, which is like, in battle was um, honorable. So the there's so many layers, Chris. It's 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 there's a so many layers. It's a cultural condemnation of a condemnation of what was going on at the time, but also celebrating what makes the Japanese people so strong, yeah. working together and solving this immeasurable. Yeah, I'm glad life. that it was the. It was the the underground, the people that yes. that took them down. Yes. It wasn't it wasn't the government that came up with the plan. It wasn't you know. Yeah. It was actually, like we have we have to do this because you know an, an incredible redemption story too. Like it's... yeah, I was yeah. That's another thing I texted you, Devin. Like, does this like? I mean, we, we you know we we could talk about this at, at a different category actually. So we we'll yeah. get into that later. So sure, sure, sure. But yeah, so this, is, can, this we, is in a few categories. I mean, I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't, I, yeah, I mean, I, I, just go I into one, just go into yours, Devin. Just go into yours, Devin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just I don't want to, yeah, but, we, yeah, we, I don't want to talk about an hour of Godzilla minus one for best prize yeah. right now. It'll come up so again. Should, It'll certainly come so up. We should again. go. We should keep um, going. No, so my surprise, uh, honestly, was um, the Netflix adaptation of One Piece, which is a little bit less serious than Godzilla. Yeah, you ate one. your own shit, didn't you? Uh, I one. think, I don't know if I like had a strong <laughs> stance, but listen, if I did, I would have eaten all the crow in the world because One Piece is an anime where I'm like, Okay, um, and then it's just its complete size. It has always been like the biggest deterrent, and then it's like they're doing a live action version, which is always like, yeah, okay. And then not only was it good, I think it was very good, and then it made a fan of me. It like made me a fan of the universe. It kind of opened my eyes. Wait, did you start watching the anime afterwards? 
started to, and then Ooh. I was like, I, I, I think I need, ah. I need, to, I need to pump the brakes. And then apparently they're they're having a new anime company restart it. It's it's a little two murky. Piece. I don't know. Two piece. Yeah, two piece. Two but piece. just just like the idea that you know, hey, this is what these adaptations are for. You know, it made a new fan because I was never gonna get into One Piece any other way except for this, and then. Uh, I absolutely jumped in, and I love the world. Who's beeping? Uh, somebody's that's house is on fire. Okay, yeah, that's, that's my fire alarm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, buddy, like, buddy, <laughs> buddy, buddy. Sorry right, about well, that. <laughs> no, nah, that's fine. It's fine. But I'll just say that I'll, I will keep it short. But uh, legitimately, uh, <laughs> brand line, deep blue, like you know, all these characters, I'm just like, absolutely adore them. And again, it's, it's still a huge deterrent in terms of getting into more of it. But I really just was, if you said, Devin, you're going to be a very big one piece fan by the end of the year, I would have been, you know, the straw hat now, man. I dude, put me on that goddamn crew, man. I love me some bumbling pirates. I I didn't know that one kid was a reindeer. I was just going to point that out. I know you. I know you love Bumbling Pirates. I figured this is like chocolate and peanut butter for you. So, dude, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's really good, man. And it's only, I mean, you know, everybody's like, "This is the fucking tip, dude. Get ready." So Ooh, they finally got one. Netflix finally got one. They finally we got, got one. one yeah. We got one. And you know what? This One Piece success gives me a lot of faith in the Avatar. Uh, live action show because that means yeah. that they are starting to care at least it seems that way yeah. Uh, yeah. not if you watch rebel moon but we'll talk about that later <laughs> oh. oh yeah yeah uh, best best of 2023 rebel moon. yeah mm-hmm. sorry well, two hours steve anyway two that's hours. me yeah steve yeah uh my so this was in contention for a moment uh but uh my surprise of the year was puss in boots the last wish which is a movie that came out you know, I'm going to put this out there. Movie came out December 21st, 2022. Uh, it finished its theatrical run in April, which is when I saw it. Hmm. Um, so this is a pornography, right? <clears throat> yes, this is one of those newfangled pornographies. Everyone. OK, talking. all right. No, whoops. no, Chris. Whoops. whoops. So here's the thing. All right. Pleasant Boots is a character that comes from Shrek 2, I want to say. Sh- uh, probably. Yeah. Let's just yeah. be safe and say the Shrek verse. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't say the no, one's ever, no one's ever safe saying that so this is a movie that came out and i was like i don't care and then someone was like dude you gotta see this movie and i watched it and i was like oh man like i was actually like kind of like taken away with like how good it was like it was like very thoughtful it had a lot of just like themes about just like you know, maturity, getting older. Like there, there is a scene in this movie where like Ted, I think Ted Lasso might've stole a scene from this movie or vice versa, probably. But there is like a legit scene where like Puss in Boots has a panic attack. And like, it (laughs) is like kind of like nerve wracking. Cause like Like to see him go from like, yeah, like there's a scene where it's like, where it's like him going from like being like super machismo and like cocky. Mm. To just like this, like kind of broken down, scared, like little, little cat, little kitty, little pussy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's, that's no. refrain from that. This, this the low movie, hanging fruit. I like it. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but just like overall, this is a movie that like I had no intention of like seeing. Uh, and then when I saw it, I was like, wow, this is a like it was so good because I watched it at home. And then it was so good. I found out that it was in theaters and it also it did that thing that like, you know, uh, into the Spider-Verse did where like it does like kind of like frame stuff that also like Turtles did, I think, this year as well. Um, now, I Steve, just I know, had to see it on the big screen. Yeah, I know you're you're a pussman. So where does this fall on the the list the puss of, scale? The puss of scale puss in, of 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 all the puss puss oh, tears. All the puss? I would yeah, say this is some tears. top tier puss. This is definitely some top tier puss. You think it's the best puss? Ooh, so Ooh better my... than HBO The Voyeurs? Oh, whoa, whoa, Devin, 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 Ooh. better than season one of Euphoria? Really? You know what? Okay. We're not talking about that. Okay. Um, there is a character in this movie that is just like so badass, and like if I was a child and I saw this, I this would be like the thing that scared me as a kid. Hmm. It it is like I would describe it as Puss in Boots' nemesis from Resident Evil. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I will say I, yeah, I, I watched hmm. this, and this movie fucking does rip. It, it's yeah. it's really it's really good. It where 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 does one watch this? I, I Netflix. Think it's Netflix. Netflix. I oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm in. Nice and I'm easy. In the, I'm, I might be a pussman myself soon. Not yeah. Now. Just the <laughs> just the quality and craft that went into this. I, you know, again, it's another one where you're like, dang. All right, the animation teams are kind of putting out bangers. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep it up. Hmm? Keep it up. Overwork those suckers. They don't surprise yeah, how much work crunch them. to make a Puss in Boots movie. I don't know. They're getting paid, right? They are like getting they're paid. In a sweatshop. They're getting paid. They got oh, air conditioning <laughs> where, they, where they are, right? I don't know. Um, I don't know. You know, so. that's the thing. Every time they announce a movie, <laughs> you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to see it. And then, like, two weeks later, you find out about, they like, the terrible us. conditions. And you're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, it's really hateful. But yeah, when they uh, yeah they really they really had all those uh, animators in sweatshops for across <laughs> Spider Verse, from what I hear. I mean, I they had to have it, to make that movie. <laughs> I will <laughs> say that's the only that's the only way to make it good is yeah. to, to make the conditions worse it's gotta and worse. Torture. It's got to yeah. be torture. Well, sh- while I chose to not uh, look into it, I also didn't hear anything about the Puss in Boots animators being overworked. So I'm gonna keep that reality. Let's keep that one. It was nice and. Painless process. All right, so that's best surprise. Uh, good, good Congrats. list, fellas. Yeah. I like those. I like those choices. Uh, should we move to the right or should we move down? I think we should move to the right. Yeah, to yeah. the right. To the right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So our next category is biggest crush of the year, and we have all chose different different crushes, which is cool. Uh, we all get to. Talk I struggled with this one personally. Not like I, yeah. Who are you choosing? Me too. Me too. It wasn't. I was just racking my brain, man. I was just like, who was I? Who you had a crush on? Who I? Who did I want to marry this? Year? I, I, I will go first. I, I this one did also rack my mind a bit, but I chose every Ken in Barbie. Every single one. Wait, every if you one. had to rank them, who was the best Ken? Well, Ryan Gosling, of course. Beach Ken is the one I'm gonna choose. <laughs> um, I I I fell in love with Simu Liu. I fell in love with basically every Ken that was in the film because they all are incredibly stupid and very handsome men. And it's, it's, but they're charming all the same in a weird way. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, Alan. 
Yeah. <laughs> Alan's R. cool. R.I.P. Alan, dude. Alan's cool. I love I actually love Alan. I love Alan, too. I really Alan's love Alan. Great. But I think when I saw Ryan Gosling wearing the fur coat and looking like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, dude. Point, I was like, <laughs> good Lord, that man is in very good shape. He is. He looks great. Like, He's built I, like a street fighter. Uh, I know. He looks amazing. Ken Masters? He's saying he's Ken Masters. Dude, that was, he would he fine. wouldn't be a bad Ken Masters. Give me that. Um, yeah, I, I and how stupid they were and how many mistakes they made throughout the movie. They eventually came around. They realized that this uh, the the patriarchy is stupid, and it only really kept them from doing the things they want to do. You know, like it does for everybody. And I think that's like <laughs> the, big, the big message there that it's it's it, it restrains everybody. It sucks. And it puts a lot of undue responsibility on everybody. And it's that movie is a great example of men growing up too, right? Like becoming adults and understanding what life is really about and what to value. And all that stuff is really great and lovely. But, you know, Ryan Gosling's hilarious and adorable in this movie. Mm. And uh, he might win a Golden Globe and he deserves it. So that is. My crush of the year, of course. Great choice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, let's just, we could probably just go right down the line. Down the line. Uh, my biggest crush was, and then I will say, I was like struggling. And then once I realized it, I was like, of course. Uh, and that is uh, the character of Claire, uh, played by Molly Gordon, who is a new character in season two of The Bear. And she comes in. And is just like just the sweetest goddamn thing ever. She comes in. She's she went to school with Carmi, uh, you know, the main character in the bear. Could you uh, correct me if I'm wrong? But this is filled with people. This show that are kind of like cutthroats, right? Like cold blooded types. I don't. I don't know. Is that I don't how say I they're cold blooded. I mean, they're just like very intense in their craft. Yeah, you know? sure. Okay, I see. And and, and she's kind of know, like the juxtaposition of that. Like she comes in and is just like this huge calming effect on mm. the character. And and while you know narratively she's there for kind of one reason, uh, she brings you know the, the main character on quite an interesting arc, right? Um, but it's just her interactions, like the flirty, the playfulness. It's she's so sweet and. You know, you're kind of like waiting for the show to just have that, like, oh, they just wrote her. Like, she feels written, right? And and everything. And this is probably a credit to the actress, frankly, but she made everything just come across as so just natural and just light and fun and free. And then there's a scene that happens near the end of, or frankly, at the, like the very end of season two, um, and you know. All of that, you know, I don't want to spoil it, but like all of that encompassed, and I was just like, oh my god, I would just protect this character. Let me protect this this character with everything because, like, I would slap a ring on that in in a week, you know. And it's like, please, 
more and more. I, and I really hope that character sticks around. And Would it be an onion reason. ring? Because it's about cooking. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> great, great, great choice. Great choice. <laughs> hey, Chris, why won't you burn down another house over there? Huh? Oh, I'm on fire. Oh, too soon. I'm on too fire soon. right now. Okay. <laughs> that is me. Okay. Uh, my crush, biggest crush, was another character from, uh, or a character from Godzilla Minus One. It's Nori- Noriko, the. Woman that was handed oh, a baby during a fire, a fire bombing raid on Tokyo, and uh, Jesus Christ decided decided <laughs> to take care of the baby. So and when then... did you, John? When did you get a boner? Was it when she got the baby, or <laughs> no? I didn't have a boner. Just, but my heart, yeah, my heart crushed, had a. Dude. This is crushed. My heart. Oh, okay. My, All right. Let's All just right. say I, my heart was erect. My heart. <laughs> Not my dick. With my heart was erect. Your heart was tumescent with blood. Yes. It was filled. That is that yes. is so intense though. <laughs> like what an introduction. When she was handed a baby during the fire. <laughs> oh, I love her. Uh, you just yeah, you I mean she's very subtle in the beginning, but also like, you know, the perfect crush material because she's kind of spunky and gives uh the main character some shit. But also, they form a family together, and uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's a family of yeah, misfits you, too. It's like a everybody family of misfits, man, is completely not related to anybody, and they're not married. It's just it's such an interesting little relationship, you know, a little triangle. Yes, it's really cool. Yeah, like um, the necessity. Yeah, like they kind of like give you the the perfect definition of what a family is without having blood relation to any of each other right. at all absolutely which is like kind of like kind of like a perfect way to this like to dispel all of the the depression and just tragedy of what happened to japan um they gotta come together like, you know you gotta come you gotta together and it's like it's just like the sim the symbolism of of the the three of them and of her in, in general is just amazing and then you know some stuff might happen later. We, we don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, my biggest crush, she crushed my heart. This, uh, oh boy. Yeah. Loved, loved her. They, I love them all. My biggest crush is just, you know, my biggest crush is just Godzilla in general. Yeah. Oh, you fell in love with the monster. Oh, I fell, fell in love with the monster. <laughs> I understand. Literally I the biggest one. crush. You should have John, John and John and Godzilla, <laughs> the famous, the famous Disney animator. Uh, uh, you like when his hair goes yeah. up on his neck and everything, and it glows. It's oh. cute. Oh yeah, adorable. <laughs> he yeah. barfs out of anxiety. Well, yeah, yeah, I, you know the the baby Godzilla in in Shin Godzilla was cute. He was derpy yeah. and cute. He was. Gotta admit, derpy. that was the fun part of that movie. Blood <laughs> fucking dripping from his gills. So silly. Oh man, that's a good what a fun movie. Too. All right, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Uh, so I, I was thinking about this cause I was like biggest crush. And then I was thinking, and I was like, there was a point this year where just like the entire world just seemed to have a crush on Pedro Pascal all at the same time, because one, he was in like the number one show 
And two, he was just a meme sensation across the board. And he also gives off those those sweet daddy vibes. And he's also the Mandalorian, too. Absolutely. There's another one. vibes. And that's why I chose Pedro Pascal, biggest crush of the year. You say he's not just a person? Well, so it's I not mean, Joel, the right? last of it. It's not Joel. I just chose Pedro Pascal. Okay, I was gonna say Joel is a dirty, yeah. dirty man. Would you call him a? <laughs> would you call him a dilf, Steve? A zaddy? Um, yeah, zaddy. it's Joel a zaddy or a dilf? What are we? What are we doing? What are no, we doing? zaddy. It's zaddy, dude. Zaddy or you know what? That's for no. Zaddy you, is dilf though, isn't decide. it? Isn't that the definition zaddy? of zaddy? No. I'm pretty sure, like the actual, but like Zack Snyder. <laughs> Like, no, it's not Zack yeah, Snyder. He made it. He made it. Yeah, yeah. Not let yeah. him approve it. You better, you better take it up with him. Right, hold on. I'm looking this up. I'm looking this up. Uh, Zaddy in the um, dictionary. What dictionary is this from? <laughs> Urban dictionary. dictionary is no, this just Oxford. Is this from the Oxford dictionary? <laughs> what? There? I don't think so. It's when you what? Google it. It's when you Google it. It is the top. It is the top of this uh, definition on Google. Uh, a sexually attractive man, especially an older one, okay, who is fashionable right. or charismatic. So, so Zack Snyder then, he's fashionable. Oh. He's got the grays. He's uh. an attractive dude. He is a zaddy, but zaddy and his name's also. Zaddy, dude. Well, other, other, zaddy. come on, other connotations. Come on, I feel like we should just give him Zaddy. Come on, he needs he needs a win. Pedro is pretty close for me. Pedro Pedro is a very very good choice and I think I think Pedro kind of just like is is very very much just like every time I see him interviewed I'm like ah how relaxing how nice how pleasant (laughs) yeah he's like charismatic enough you know and charming enough like he doesn't overdo it it's fine great really seems like a nice person to talk to yeah, and he doesn't yeah, like exactly. he's not like overexposed, right? Because like he he was in a lot of stuff, but then like oh, well. have we even heard of him since like not March, not though? yet, Evan? Does he need to give him some? Well, time. no, I mean that's the beauty of it, right? It's like we all loved Chris Pratt, and then it was like I can't get away from Chris Pratt, right? Uh, and then you know insert anybody really like, and he's kind of found a way to navigate that. It's kind of impressive. That's true. You know? That is true. I feel like he's been in enough stuff too where you could argue. That he's on the way of being overexposed, but he manages it really well. Yeah, he kind of he kind of just dipped off, and which is yeah. good. Like I don't need to see you every day. I want to enjoy you. Good point. He's like, you know what? I I'm gonna make it where like I will still play like wild, silly characters. Like you know, the Wonder Woman eighty four, awful, terrible movie. <laughs> uh, he was hamming it up and just being ridiculous that entire movie. Also, did I, did the, I like him in that? Not really, but still, he still seemed to have fun. The unbearable weight of talent. He's a goofball on that. Again, He's great. A hugely that was hugely memed this year, early yeah, on, like in March. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that's Good the stuff. thing. Like seeing him. Chris Pratt kind of just was like, hey, what if I take all the things that people like about me and just shave it down to just awful, awful things? Yeah, I mean, it's like, at least I, I do large, by and large, enjoy Chris Pratt, but it's like, you can't say he's not everywhere and completely overexposed. You know? Right. Like, he he definitely is in movies this year that I liked and I liked him in. Um, but, like, you know, I feel like he had a choice between sticking with the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like route or sticking with those Jurassic World route. And it seems like he chose the Jurassic World route. 
It, it does. So. It, it seems like he's he's cashing in on Hollywood. He's trying he's to get like, it. I'll make as much money as I want, baby. You can't be Mario and Garfield, dude. You got to choose one Italian hero. <laughs> <laughs> well, doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. Who cares? You know, a very Garfield choice. So, yeah. Lazy. He took it all. Is that what you mean? He took it all. He <laughs> ate it all. He said, very, oh, choice? No, thanks. I'll have all of the Leo's on. Very, very lazy. Is that what you're implying? <laughs> <laughs> Hates Mondays. Uh, okay, so I think that wraps up uh, Biggest Crush. We'll move on to our next mm. category, which is Fire Team of the Year. And you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna throw this to John because he's the odd man out. Uh, another award. From me, it goes to Godzilla minus one. That's three for three so far. <laughs> three it is for the three. Minesweeper crew. Uh, I'm a little biased. <laughs> they they pretty much reminded me of the Seven Samurai when they came together. I see. Uh, I, see. I, see um, I love the what's his name? The Doc. Like he was like might be one. You know he might he should have been my biggest crush. Maybe I don't know. He had amazing about- hair. Are you talking about the guy who was the weapons? The guy who had yeah. weapons scientist. Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. Okay. The presentation, Chris, how amazing was that presentation he gave? Yeah, with a little baby was... wooden Godzilla that was floating in water. <laughs> and it was a fucking genius plan. Like, I've heard. Oh, yeah, dude. I love it, dude. I've, I've looked that up, and that is a way of syncing items quickly in the. In, uh, and in then the bringing it back up to decompress yeah. it at a fast right. rate. They have to do that for like um, it was what was it again? For, for whale, that's how they kill whales. <laughs> no, no, just, no, just whales that get too close to oil refineries, they just drop them and then blow oh, them up. Oh man! Now they sink uh, oil refinery like foundations super fast with that technique, so they can build bring like materials down super fast. They can build a foundation. So it's it's Dude, cool. I love I loved all cool. those guys, man. I loved that whole. T- I wanted to be on that team. I wanted to go out there in that wooden boat and shoot mines with a gun. With them. yeah, you wanted the part pre Godzilla. That did sound like a fun job. Well, that part, the pre, the Godzilla part, was like a ride at Universal. That's God, <laughs> dude, I would pay so much to be on that ride, dude. Yeah, oh that sounds God. like fun, right? Like you're they'd oh, seen it behind I didn't you. Think about. I didn't even think about. Yeah, that. is there a oh, is there a man. Toho is there a Toho Land in Japan that we can go to that has all these things? Holy shit, dude! <laughs> oh, they didn't they ha- used to have a Godzilla ride at Universal Studios at least. They had a King, a King Kong. Kong ride. Oh, King Kong. sorry, John. Come on. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been on that ride, the King Kong. Yeah. Ride. Yeah. There's no Godzilla. We buy, ride, we buy American here, John. <laughs> oh, Studios. Universal Studios Japan has Godzilla. Ah, oh, that's, that's cute. cute. That's cute. In 4D, Chris. What? Who knew there were four dimensions? <laughs> what does that mean? 4D over there. Uh, you become Godzilla at the end. You get. Oh, it's called Godzilla versus Evangelion, the real 4D. So, uh, so oh, Shin Godzilla. Goodness. So Shin I Godzilla. Have, Shin I'd rather Godzilla. have a ride where I'm destroying shit as Godzilla. As Godzilla? Yeah. If I were to pick, personally. Oh, oh man. But yeah, let me, uh, let me, let me get chased were, by they were my head. That's my squad, man. That's my squad. I was It's a good squad, dude. It is a good squad. It's a good squad. But they took, uh, down, yeah. they took down the G Man, dude. Are you kidding me? We we the have, Goji Boys. They're the original Goji Boys. They killed God. They killed God. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody jump. Killed God. That's I don't same. think the, 
The Guardians of the Galaxy didn't kill. Well, they did sort of, but it wasn't like the same. That reminds me real quick. This is so off topic, but the same guy that had me saying the word dick meat a lot for a couple weeks. Uh, I was watching him <laughs> play Street Fighter again. And he was so he was so salty. He was so salty for losing to this guy. He said it was against God for him to beat me. <laughs> I was fucking dying. <laughs> I was like, I gotta use that. It, it was against God for whatever. You gotta use that. But it's against Godzilla. <laughs> it was against God. All for right, fellas. We, uh, Devin, wow. Steve, and myself, we all agreed that the fire team of the year is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Is this, a perfect, is this a perfect farewell to the MCU for you guys? John, I will go so far as to say this is it's the last the, good movie. This is the last good MCU movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. You're right. I I think also this is the best Guardians of the Galaxy movie too. But that's and he's and he's right. leaving too. Fucking he's, leaving. he's DC man now. Oh so yeah. this like this Chris movie Pratt? this no. movie showcased how <laughs> well the Guardians of the Galaxy function as a team and there's hijinks and failures and mistakes but that only emboldens them throughout the movie and makes them stronger as a group. And that that's cool because they're not perfect. I would never call yeah. them a perfect fire team, but they are. I wouldn't this even is say like a really adequate. experienced uh, John Suarez destiny raid, you know, <laughs> exactly. it's kind of how I, it's which, the A team. This is the, it's for sure because, and you know, like, you know, the first movie, it's like, you know, obviously they're all messes. And then at the end, they kind of team up and kind of fall backwards. Right. The second movie is a lot of them being separated. And then and this one, it's like, frankly, the closest to a well-oiled machine that there yeah. is. Right. You know, like they're just like, yo, let's go and do this base. And, you know, obviously there's drama and tension and things like that. But like when they go and show up and they're like, we're going to kill all of you guys. And it's not even going to be of sweat like they do and it's it's just fun to watch frank because i i honestly i feel like we never really got that super efficient guardians that's you know it's always fun to be kooky and goofy but yeah you know we we got two movies of that and it was nice to see kind of just like a really efficient fucking uh, i mean squad. it gives them reason to do that in this one too where that it's like too. you were saying yeah, in the true. in the set in the second movie um they are apart a lot and the beginning of this third movie, it seems like, you know, they're drifting even further. Um, and just like the fact that like, you know, this is like one last hurrah for this squad. Cause like they have something to like, kind of like get, but get behind. Um, and but, I, I kind of, Oh yeah. Chris. Oh no, go, go ahead. Go ahead, Steve. Finish oh no, no, no. I was going to say that like, just it, it, it is, um, it is a group mentality as well as each of the characters having like their reasons as well. I think this entire film, everything, all of them are brought together for, for love. And I know how yeah. corny that sounds, but there's no Avengers movie like that. In my opinion, they don't yeah. I like the Avengers. I don't consider them loving each other. I consider them working. They're like associates. They're coworkers. This this really showcased how close and familiar they are as like mm. a family, you know. Yeah. And considering how many flaws they have, this is the only family they have. Like this is the only family that will accept them. 
Mm-hmm. And all of that is like the core of what the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are. And this movie showcased it better than anyone. Anyone. There's just a solid love there. And that's the whole movie is about love. It's about doing something for a member of your family because you love them and nothing else matters. Yeah. And that comes through with with Rocket as well, with Rocket mm-hmm. Raccoon, you know, mm-hmm. and why he is the way he is. And there isn't a better Marvel movie to showcase tragedy than this one. <laughs> like, it's the best one for that, for, in my opinion. For something that was, like, dropped on us as, like, a little bit of, like, a, a tease to his backstory in the first movie, and then just seeing it all, like, unfold on screen... Like, it's kind of like, I'm shocked that Marvel had, like, the restraint, like, to wait. Yeah, and I, I also represents pretty disturbing elements that Marvel never yeah. really went for in any other film. Yeah. Like, you know, this is a super weird comparison, but it's almost like the third Ninja Turtle movie done right. Like they're like, <laughs> we're going to focus really heavily on this one character. Because like he's the one everybody likes, right? Who do they focus on? Ninja Michelangelo. Story? It's Michelangelo. they give him like that love story where he wants to, like fucking. Stay. Oh yeah, that's it's right. So bad, you know. And and yeah. they're like, we're doing this, but good. I know it's a, it's not the greatest comparison, but it works. Uh, it's kind of that's like where my brain t- takes me. It's like it's Bring a it, movie, coming, you know, coming together to help a fellow teammate realize his life. Realize where that, he's going. That he shouldn't stay in feudal Japan. <laughs> or, you know, Rocket should, you know, overcome his tragedy by murdering his captain. Oh which is such a cool yeah. moment. I think that's why I have the, them as the fire team. Them fucking well, mutilating you... that man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so good. Awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, so I evolutionary. <laughs> kick rocks. That guy sucked. I mean, yeah, he's a great villain, sucks. but like... He deserves oh, wow. every inch of that, dude. There's that, I mean, there's that kind of hallway scene, too. Mm. No, I mean, that's, uh, when you think, of, when I think of, like, the efficiency, uh, that's, I think of the mm. hallway scene, frankly, but. Yeah. Um, and it's still yeah, kind of chaotic, but it's all them working yeah. together. And it's, I've still uh, only probably. seen it once, just kind of, I hate to say, that intro is rough, man. <laughs> dude, this movie made me cry, like, three, four times. Yeah, you know, yeah. this is the year I cried the most. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I cried watching TV shows. I cried watching movies. Man, I cried yeah. playing fucking video games. What the hell, man? Am I getting oh, yeah. soft? Last of Us. Last What's of Us up? came out. I'm getting the soft. Holdovers. The holdovers was a <laughs> still, I'm, still, I'm still a dead man inside, I guess. I cry just in tears all, nonstop this year. And Resident I Evil 4 it. made me cry. <laughs> Resident Evil 4 made you cry. Zelda made me cry. <laughs> yeah. he just kissed krauser that's what he wanted all along (laughs) (laughs) the only the only thing that gets me like on any consistent level is young boys getting a dog that they really want it and breaking down in tears i can't i can't fucking you show me (laughs) any of those and i'm like Uh, i gotta stop or i'm fucking uh, did that happen this year at any point I see. I see I videos. So. I see videos. The last time, no, last time I saw, the last time I saw Devin cry in a movie was when we watched the Blade. Blade. No, it was. Uh, it was. I am Legend. That's oh, the last time yeah. I saw Devin cry. First and last time I ever saw Devin cry. In a movie. I think the last time I cried in a theater 
um like objectively i think it's it's a weird comparison uh but it was wreck it ralph 2 <laughs> i'm not no seriously there was a there's a lot going on in there uh in my head and uh there's a lot oh, there's a lot geez. at the end of that movie where i was like yeah I really i really like weirdly related to it and uh i was like hey, oh, as long God. as you're crying as long as you're crying you're feeling something yeah. and i saw that by myself in the theater like that well after it had come a out, lot too. So it's like I caught like I did a lot too. A Saturday afternoon. I, I, show, you know? I'm a I'm a like animal cruelty really uh, fucks with me yeah. on a deep level, and it always uh, Chris. There, it's fake. It's fake, Chris. <laughs> I don't care. Well, that's a good segue yeah. into uh, the next category. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, should yeah, we? Right. I guess. Uh, yeah, Steve and Chris. Since we're kind of in, we're in the mode already. Ooh, do you, we're in the ballpark. We're two and two right now. So yeah. it's Chris and Steve, and me and John uh, have the same pick. So I guess Chris and Steve. Why don't you? Uh, yeah. For best character, my best yeah, character, and and yeah, Steve's right. best character of the year is Rocket Raccoon from the Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Um, I mean, we learn so much about this character in this film and this is his movie this is his movie right and even with him not being conscious for let's say a good three quarters of the present time there's so many interesting flashbacks about rocket being kept by the high evolutionary with his friends that are fellow animals that are being tested on and god if that isn't the most tragic and heartbreaking scenes in movies it's the oh whole, my like, god dude like just like the like the hopes and dreams and aspirations that they all share amongst each other and just oh my goodness it is oh just yeah like there's the things the things that happened to that poor that poor rocket raccoon man in this movie there's that like blistering optimism that they all seem to share mm. but Ro- rocket is like slowly that's slowly of like eroding in him. Yeah. And you see it like in every scene, he's a little different and he's like, what are we doing? We have to go like, this is not good. Yeah. And they're all like, no, we're going to, we're going to go. Away. No, the, the breakout, the breakout scene is, is probably the hardest thing for me to like, go back and watch. That's, oh yeah. That's rough. Cause you know, cause you know, it's happening, you know, it's coming. And it, it's so, it's so like, anxiety inducing because like characters are freaking out in that sad beautiful innocent way right and you're like oh no oh no please stop and then you know it's like watching it three, Bam- three bambies die yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it like, if, it's like if i gave a shit about bambi and they did it three times yeah yeah is that <laughs> but yeah. like it, it completely fleshes out who rocket is and then at the very end of the film, him taking back his freedom and his control over his life. Mm. All that stuff is just, it's always great. <laughs> I don't know yeah. any movie where it's not. Um, I think I'm going to yeah. watch that again, man. Like, I'm due. I'm due. It's, yeah, I'm due on that too. Due to be sad. <laughs> I think it's it's uh, a worthy conclusion to yeah. a character, too, that we've over, like, I'm going to say overlooked, but wasn't the focus of the past two films. And now we see him fully. And it's just like, you are probably the best character in this group. Like just as far as what you've been through and what it turned you into and how you act, because rocket is so 
three-dimensional. He's such an asshole on the outside, but man, he's a softy on the inside and cares so much for his crew. It's wow. It's uh, it's overwhelming. And it made me cry like a little bitch. And I think it was worth it. I really loved uh, Rocket in this film. He's so good. Yeah. All right, Devin, John, what about you two? Oh, man. Where do we begin? Four rewards for me. Four of them go to Godzilla minus one again. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, well, John and I decided to be adults and pick an adult movie. uh, (laughs) The Godzilla movie. Yeah, the Godzilla (laughs) movie is the adult movie. (laughs) Devin, would you say this is the best redemption story of a character in the last, like, ten years? I can't even think of one where, like... The last thing that comes to mind is like Boromir from Lord oh, man. Things. Yeah, and that's true. like twenty five years ago. That is some. Um, listen, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's it's amazing, and not the thing is, is it's not like the complexity, right? It, it's a fairly simple path, right? But it's just done really well, and he kind of has a little bit of that. I call it like Peter Parker syndrome, where just like the hits keep on coming for this guy, right? Like yeah. things like yeah. kind of don't really get better for him. Uh, and then it's like, Oh, he comes back and he's, you know, this happened. Like he gets his crew killed or, you know, this comes back. Yeah. Everybody treats him like shit. His neighbor's like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Comes Curious. in, does this. Chris, and, yeah. Chris, what did you think of this character? Cause he's a failed kamikaze pilot that faked his planes being faulty to get out of killing himself in world war two. Right. I mean, well, that's, that's the thing to be you know? blamed for Godzilla for baby Godzilla fucking destroying a team of mechanics on an Island. I, I think he, <laughs> like, there's, there's so many things he represents how backwards the honor system is in a lot of ways. But like, then he get, but then he gets, fit. but then he gets the juice. He gets the juice at the he end. He does, like, but he doesn't kill himself. Yeah. I know, and that's. that's I right. think that's what. I think that's, that's what makes him so. I think that's what makes him so interesting. To that's me. what so, to me also so amazing. Points, points out how kind of silly it is. How silly really? that idea is. Oh, of, the idea of being uh, a kamikaze pilot. Yeah. I thought John was about to be very pro kamikaze. Yeah, I was like, no, dude, it's the most horrible thing you can do, bro. Come on, I I think it pro- it's it's totally evident how it proves how how silly that is how but to even a, murder even the, yourself in in a way. What was the mechanic's name? And be a member of 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 the community and give back instead of murdering yourself for a war that you already lost because that's where he was. Remember, like when he came back and that mechanic came up to him and he was like, you know, you're right, the war's over. Like yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Like it's ridiculous. I I think that guy was a hundred percent right. Like yeah, touch but then the guy hated no, him like, like, right after. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's the thing though. Like it's like he needed he purposefully needed uh what's his name uh Tachibana to be the mechanic to work on the plane, and I thought yeah. it was just I personally thought it was only for him. Like just you know, as a as a symbolic thing for him to get closure on what happened in the past, but he actually just needed him to be on there because he would be the one. He thought he would be the one to support him, right? To just fucking kill himself 
yeah to try and loaded move. load up with that the off chance bombs. Yeah, yeah with the off chance that they might kill godzilla he does but he at the very know. end we find out that that's not the case he told him oh, man and that's an what dude, that that was the that was the big twist right because yeah, i, I kind of I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know that that was gonna be the the um the like the um the what you call it the uh, the objective of 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 like I I knew he was gonna just sure try fly sure. fuck a p- bunch of bombs in there, but I didn't I didn't think that was gonna be. Well, I don't know. I didn't think he was gonna put well, the ejector seat there. Was there, there was the was one like, thing I noticed was that lever. I remember seeing yeah. it. I was like, what is that? What are you? Well, like I, I mean, I think the, the great thing about the character though is like, like at this point in the film, right? Narratively, like he has nothing left, and he still chooses yeah. life. You know? No, no, he no. Still no. Says that, that, this, that's despite that's not, all of this. Yeah, that's not true. He still had the baby. That's true, and that's kind of, and that's kind of why, like, I think he didn't want to. Well, that yeah, that and why? Well, like, and also, our... he realized how silly that is. I mean, like how yeah. awful. Oh, man. to ask of anyone you know yeah. to, to make but it's that like it's it's place. such a it's such a, a a weird like um a weird callback to the beginning of the movie because he he also he went on a mission to kill himself and then he didn't he didn't go through with it but it was for the for a i don't want to say for the right reason because because <laughs> he shouldn't have been able he shouldn't have <laughs> wanted to kill himself in world war two anyway right right but like it was for it was for a more meaningful reason i think than before any i mean you, know, you gotta know. kamikaze pilots they were given like meth so that they wouldn't even realize what they're doing and do it anyway like it's a horrible just the worst form of war you could think of suicide bombing or suicide any type and yeah and then know, being shamed and then being shamed about it and then being yeah, shamed being like absolute garbage for for making that decision. It's heavy. And, it's oh, heavy man. shit. Yeah, man. And just <laughs> you know, he's kind of he's kind of curious because he's he's living with this this woman, and you know, they have a baby, and he's like, no, she's not my wife, and it's not my baby. Like he's very, he doesn't want to, you know. Uh, accept it because he's also suffering from severe PTSD. Like severe, severe, yeah. That you know that once that one scene where he is freaking out and doesn't even think, like he doesn't think that it's real life. Like was like oh. a crazy scene. Dude. <laughs> that was so that good. was like yeah. That know? was that was well, intense, man. I like that to look intense. at it. I like to look at it that he was just as angry as Godzilla. Like they were both screaming. Yeah, yeah, and that's and it. like I, he man, back. He was like, ah, like, like, yeah, dude. Cool. Oh man, yeah. that's great. That was <laughs> and, crazy too, dude. And like, I know this isn't really like we're talking about the character, but like, you, you get this in a fucking Godzilla movie, you know? know. Like, that's really yeah. all of that. <laughs> crazy. And it's like it's, it's a movie crazy. about this fucking lizard that just goes like, I just want to eat radioactive <laughs> things. I guess. I Could you imagine, dude? Could you imagine? Oh my god! Imagine if if people put like a percentage of this much care into any other movie that that comes out that it's know. like if we saw a transformers movie about a guy that didn't blow up his vest to kill a bunch of people <laughs> and then he does it at the end to blow Yo, give, up give me a transformers movie give me a transformers movie like this please please <laughs> oh my god dude oh and, man dude uh, the best scientist in america couldn't come together and create a transformers <laughs> movie. This they're already too good. far. They're too far gone. 
Yeah, they already pulled the lever on the G.I. Joe crossover, dude. It ain't happening. Uh, <laughs> that's enough. that rede- redemption arc of the year, probably for me in every, every movie I watched. Although the holdovers <laughs> comes a little bit close, I, know. I would say. That's, oh, that's the other but, one I was gonna say. But uh, this right. is just, oh, man, yeah. Let's move on. We got a, we got a lot more to go through here. Um, so we're moving on to the next category, which is moment of the year uh, in movies and television. Um, and we all, well, me and John kind of picked the me same thing. Me and Chris thing. share a little bit, yeah. I feel like... Uh, mine mine happened first, so I'll yours go first. Did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, flex. It was the moment where uh, where Bill, played by Nick Offerman, in the, the fourth episode of... Third? Was it the fourth episode? Fourth, 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 fourth. I don't know. Who knows? I think it was the fourth. Yeah, because I, I was telling everybody like yeah, season one, episode three. Episode four. Yeah, season oh, one, episode, episode three. three. Yeah. yeah, I was like, just get to episode four, and if you hate it by then, you're not a fucking human being. <laughs> and you don't deserve to be happy. <laughs> to be but, honest, um, John, I thought you were gonna pick. Um, you were gonna pick. Oh my god, I'm blanking on their names. Uh, the the brothers. In oh well. <sighs> What city was there? There was an emo- like well, what which moment? Like the moment yeah, where I, I, I it was super sad <laughs> because like, like well, that, I, I, I don't want to pick a super sad moment. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think moment of the year doesn't imply right, 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 being right. good or bad. It's something. But that's I just momentous. I was just I was floored by when Bill played the piano for Frank and and sang the song to him like this song that doesn't even sound like that <laughs> the way he sang it super sad and and, and whatever. Uh, I don't know. That was like, like when that moment happened, I was like, oh shit. I was like, I was like, okay, so this is like, this is real now. Like, this is like a real change that they're making to the game from the game story. So like, Hmm. like, let me buckle my seatbelt and see what happens. And it was like, it ended up being like probably one of the, probably one of probably the best change of the, of the whole, like the whole story that they made from the game to the, I, 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 I chose Bill and Frank's death just because that's. I mean, it's almost the same, right? It's almost the same. I, yeah, and it's, it's and what, I don't want that was different. That was a little bit different than than uh, Henry than Sam and Henry's moment yeah. that I that we were that we would be alluding to. I mean, um, you could even just say that, like you know, that episode could be quote unquote moment of the year because I it think is so. an episode in like the stretch of like a super yeah. long movie, basically. Right, and it doesn't really like it has, you know, it has like effects that last throughout the whole show. But it's not like it's not like Bill and Frank are there for all the other episodes. They're only mm-hmm. in there for one episode. Right. You know? I Sam and I Henry, think... I think, was was across two two episodes or two and a half or something. I, I chose this because of everybody's reaction to it. Like <laughs> it was everywhere for about a month. Yeah, everybody dude. <laughs> was talking about this episode and everything that happened in it, and it captured everybody's attention for the show. I think it really it's crazy, dude. I think it sold yeah, the no, show. No, it really did. Absolutely, this was the episode where it's like, oh, we're not like fucking around. Like, we yeah, are, we're not we're fucking around. This our... is a real show. Yeah, yeah, this is a real thing we're doing. And we're I think really all about just this. video games. Most of the changes that were made, including in this story, but also in Last of Us as a whole as a show, I think were added benefits. You know, like it made the oh for sure it made the story better as it was a TV show, and yep. this is definitely part of that. It was yeah, such I was a at great. I was at my friends. 
I was at my friend's house during the day for New Year's Eve, and his wife's friends were there too. And I was talking to some guy. I'm not, I don't I'm not really like I don't really am familiar with him. And my friend asked him like, "Oh, did you play The Last of Us yet?" He's like, "No, I have to. I have to get to that." And I was like, "Dude, just watch the fucking show." I was like, "That's all you need to do." I was like, "You don't have to play the first game." I was like, "Play the second game by all means. You have to play the second game, but you you really, it's just as brutal. It's just as challenging yeah. to get through get through the show. I think." Then, do you think there's gonna be a part where we say the the same thing for the second season? Ooh, where we're just like, ah, dude, just watch the show. You don't well, need to play I, the game. I, I don't know if it's going to be the second season, right? It's going to be more like the third season. Second, yeah, probably. Third, fourth, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Also, oh, the, I ga- think the, the game comes out soon. The remaster comes out yeah. soon. Oh, yeah. I also think there's something ahead. kind of narratively like unique about the game of Last of Us 2 because you're playing as Abby. You know, you're playing as a character you sure. realistically right. really don't want to, which is very unique. You know, it's not something you can really do in a show. Well, that might I, be I, harder in a show, yeah. I'll tell you this. I think this moment made me feel confident in whatever they're going to do moving forward. That isn't yeah. connected to last of us part two. Yes. Yeah, like, Cause whatever like, changes they're yeah. going to make. Cause the, the one thing too, like the, again, this moment, this episode, uh, I, we were still kind of unsure. Like I knew it was good because the first couple episodes were like, were really good, but we also were like, Oh, well remember what happened with the walking dead. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> first episode was really good. And then it ended up shitting the bed at the end. As soon as this episode came out, I was like, okay, I was like, I'm in, I'm all in now. Like I'm mm-hmm. good. We're, we're all in. And then, uh, I listened to the, the, uh, the podcasts too, of Troy Baker. That's right. Yeah. Talking to, um, to Craig Mazin and Neil drunk man. <laughs> love it this show is great uh best moment easily best moment of the year was yeah that best yeah it might be best character too best characters of the show it's close we're in one episode <laughs> it's wild all right devin uh i'll pass it over to you for your yeah pick. no uh so for me uh moment of the, i was actually torn between this and another scene in godzilla minus one um i'll talk about that because you know We'll definitely be talking about Godzilla minus one in a little bit. But um, this was a sequence that, you know, I didn't really when I just think of like specifically movies and TV and things I've watched, um, you know. Just like the sequence in John Wick chapter four, where John Wick and, you know, mild spoilers, right, for anyone who hasn't seen it, but John has to get up this stairs before like the sun rises to make a deal with the fuck you know whatever right he has to get up these stairs and the clown yeah right and there's just a thousand people just in his way and he has a gun because that's all john wick needs and it's like watching sisyphus just kill 20 people you know and this is a long flight of stairs he's killing 20 people gets up there Starts fighting, gets knocked down, you know, a couple flights, gets back up, comes down. And then it gets to this, this point where he's right there. And this is maybe, honestly, maybe my favorite. I, we didn't do this, but, like, if I had to pick, like, a favorite action sequence, like, I think this is it. Um, He gets there. And then he kind of runs into, like, the heavy, right? Like, not the bad guy with, the, like, the second in command. Mini boss. Right? And just beats the brakes off of John. And just he fall, he pushes him down. And he rolls 
and he rolls and he and it is a long sequence you know to comedic effect and all because you're not only feeling laughter because it's funny but then you're like oh no like he tried so hard to get up there and then he just basically hits the bottom and like i think i think what what added to that stairway was there was the stairway in the middle but then there Mm -hmm. were just like flat ramps on either side Yeah, yeah. So he would get kicked off the stairway and just roll down the ramp all the way down. Uh, yeah, no, and then and then like it was already it was already gonna be tight, right? And then he falls yeah. to the bottom. And then you're like, oh no. And then he gets he gets the backup, you know, from from the other coolest character in the movie, you know, and then together they just again continue to kick ass. And it's not like like it's not like in, in beautiful, like the best of John Wick, right? Where it's like long takes there's a lot going on it's not just like quick cut quick cut it's like this was like a four minute sequence that then he fell down and then it's like another four minute sequence it's just as good as the first time he went up there and honestly like i just felt so many emotions and this is what kind of edged it out right uh for for the other scene that i was thinking of but there was just so many emotions that i went through in watching the sequence and like i you know if somebody would be like, well, what distills John Wick to you? It's It comes down to two things now. It's one, the John Wick 1 in the uh, the club, and then in John Wick 4, uh, the stairs. Like, to me, they're almost like one and one. The it's unrelenting like, monster that won't stop. Yeah, and, and just like the unrelentingness that John has to deal like, with. That dude, you never say he doesn't work hard. You know, that mm-hmm. guy puts the work in. He's not, he's no... You know, Steven Seagal where just everything's easy, right? He, that dude is, he's the blue collar assassin. You know, I love him. He's so great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, for my money, the stairs is such a, such a wonderful seat. Steve-O. All right. So I was thinking about this. Um, I, I definitely, you know, I'm with you 100% with Bill and Frank and, and like, I had that there for a second. Um, but I knew you guys were going to cover that perfectly. So I thought I'd, I'd throw one thing in here, which I remember, uh, like Chris, you and I talked about this, like, you know, Dude, after the movie came out, uh, like the, the Renaissance vulture fight in the, um, what's the art museum again in New York? The MoMA? The MoMA? I think it's the MoMA. It yeah. The MoMA? But like just that scene in general, where it's just like this, like this wild driving like song that is constantly changing with the styles of the characters that are in the fight so it gets like it's it's the vulture but it's his like renaissance like italian renaissance version of him and he speaks italian and like visually this this scene is like it's what completely sold me like like immediately where i was like oh we're just seeing all these different styles like mashed up together and formed in this like beautiful like ballet of just like just action and excitement and there's so it, many I, frames in this fight where it's like if you blink you miss something that absolutely is awesome mm-hmm. oh like, yeah the, the, Gug- the Guggenheim the, the Guggenheim. Guggenheim yes thank yeah. you thank that you that one scene where he throws oh that's cute that's really cute actually the Guggenheim where he throws a uh, a grenade and it freeze frames and it diagrams and explodes the grenade out so you it see gives all the you little like parts. The, da Vinci, the little Da Vinci <laughs> diagram. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit, man. What attention to detail. Yeah. 
it is this this has been stuck in my head since this movie came out like there's a there's a ton of that movie where it's like you know uh and i'm sure we'll talk about it later too uh but there's a ton of this movie that like stood out but like this was the scene where i was like oh okay i see what you're doing i'll i'll have to get ready because i wasn't ready yet it's also the opening salvo in terms of like the just the visual mm-hmm. it's like the first big sequence you know in the movie right and it's like oh we're, we're 10 minutes in and you're getting this and it's like right oh, okay let's go yeah every just scene in general oh, it's so, cool. so filled with so many good ideas that scene in particular is just mm-hmm. there's so much going on not only just visually but like with characters like being introduced like it's beautiful the way it's done mm-hmm. so cool great stuff yeah cool scene um good work thumbs up good work Good work, guys. <laughs> Good work. Okay, so we'll move on to our next category, which is best actor slash actress in a movie or television show. Um, well, me and John chose the same actor, and that oh man, Paul Giamatti in The Holdovers. Has he has he won an Oscar at all before? Or no, I want to say he did for American Splendor, but I could be wrong. He, I think he may have won, or at least was nominated for that wine movie. Oh, Sideways. Yeah, he was also nominated for Cinderella. Wait, isn't that too. isn't that another Alexander Payne movie, Sideways? You I think know it what? is. Yeah, it is. One hundred percent. That guy's an incredible director and really good with actors because I think personally in this film, this is Paul Giamatti's best performance as Paul Hunnam. Oh um, man, he was incredible, dude. <laughs> yeah, like incredible. there's so much nuance to who he is as a person and and how you receive him in the beginning of the movie is totally different than how you receive him at the end yeah we you kind of think of him as a hard-ass man that smells like fish and has a walleye (laughs) it's like (laughs) the least attractive human being i've ever seen in my life (laughs) like he's so unattractive that they actually add another uh sense to his unattractiveness by making him stinky (laughs) like it's fascinating to me. Oh man! And he's still lovable, and you still care about him, and you still are sad when he gets, you know, the gut punch at that yeah. party. You know, yeah. like yeah. you're rooting for him the whole time because you know, like his outlook on those kids is kind of the way I I thought of them in the beginning of the movie, like these oh, fucking yeah. rich little assholes. <laughs> yeah, gotta deal with. But yeah. Um, he deserves it this year. He's just made such penis an incredible... cancer in human form. Penis That's... cancer in human form. I, I like life is like a like a henhouse ladder, short and shitty. Yeah, like, dude. What oh, a man. line. What a. He's got so line. he's got so many lines in the movie, man. Dude, so when, many. When, when he was getting mad at the restaurant, and he's like, "What is this fascist hash foundry?" Yeah. <laughs> And then he's oh, talking about man. what Santa Claus to those two drunks at the bar. <laughs> yeah, he just interjects himself in their in their conversation for no reason. Probably because <laughs> he took that antidepressant for that day. And that's like, but oh my a, god, what a lovely moment that is between him and and the uh, the student where he they figure out they're taking the same medication. Like that's yeah, wow, what a great moment that is for character. Um, you know, it's a shame yeah. too because I think. Killian Murphy is really gonna it's gonna eat up all the awards. I think Paul Giamatti deserves it more than he does. I really do. 
I don't know how you feel about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's just like, I really did like Oppenheimer a lot, but I also feel like Killian Murphy wasn't even the best performance in, in, in that movie. You're right. You'd be right. I mean, I like Paul Giamatti, this movie was literally like his movie and he was the best performance and he was the best character. So it's like, I don't know. It kind of kept me from picking. I was thinking about Robert Downey Jr. as as Strauss. Yeah, but this movie, <laughs> this movie was so good though. It was great, and it's like it's bittersweet. It's it's there's some sweet moments. There's some really sad moments too. Uh, this movie made me cry, of course. Obviously, it's the yeah, year of else. the cry. I think uh, Divine uh, was amazing in this as well. I think she was also on my list to pick. Man. I think. She's so good in this movie. She yeah. was incredible. Yeah. So, uh, I just, uh, I, I was watching this before we recorded and like the Christmas party just seen, just ended. And I was like, Oh, oh God. My. It was yeah. like, Oh my God, dude, this is fucking rough. Yeah. It's brutal. It's brutal. That, that's a, that's a, I, that scene is a gut punch and a heart punch at the same time. It is yeah. because, yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. Because, it's because she's like, she's kind of like, she's kind of like a subtle, sadness the whole movie like the entire time she's just kind of like you're waiting you're waiting for for her to break down and it just comes out like the worst time you know when you're drinking you're drinking a little too much yeah yeah, i was like i was like here it's coming as i told jenny i was like oh it's coming dude she's gonna have her little moment and you know the uh the janitor who came to the party and gave her a gift and he was so nice to her and sweet and she's just can't see it, you know? She's just so blinded yeah. by grief at that point. It's sad. It's really a sad film. It's sad and it's true. Like, it's sad totally real. It's a real thing, you know? And, you know, you know, somebody yeah. who suffered with death, you know, a couple of years ago, it was something that it brought out a little bit in me. And yeah. I felt that. And, and it, it made me... God, it made me care about her so much, you know. Yeah, <laughs> character. This is just, it's a great script, and I think Paul Giamatti just elevates his his role even I'm, more. I'm glad it's it's getting its flowers though. Like people are really it. talking about this movie. Like, and it it's was, not like it's not it's not like the type of movie that would get a lot of buzz. I feel. You I know? agree. I think it's a very it's like kind of small in its focus, yeah. but. Good Lord, is it not true and honest and funny and sad all at the same time? It's great. Great yeah. stuff. All right, Devin. Uh, man, I um, this one took me a minute. And then when I kind of landed on it, I, I kind of felt more. I, I've only felt more confident as time go, has gone by. Um, so this is, I, I don't even know the best way to pronounce this, but uh, Evan Moss, uh, the, the crash, Bacarash. Baccarat. Uh, Baccarat. Uh, he plays Richie in The Bear. He's the loud kind of second, right? Cousin. Cousin, yeah. Um, Cousin. Evan, well, I guess Richie, right? Richie's character, and he's he's good in other things, right? But like he's, he's such a standout in the show because he essentially plays almost uh, like a villain type in season one, right? He, he plays the guy that doesn't want to change. He was his brother's best friend. Uh, he's like the restaurant should have went to me, and obviously there's there's shades of it there, right? But then you really kind of expand on his character in season two, and he is 
And the idea, right, for season two of The Bear was they wanted every episode to focus on a different character, right? Which is like, cool, okay. But Richie's the one that stands out because he's not Carmi, right? He's not a, a, a amazing chef. He's not, uh, you know, the the young chef who's trying to, like, make her mark. He's not the money guy. He's not, you know, the the guy who the pastry guy who's just like amazing he's just like the fuck up right and you know he that's most of his role in season two is he's just kind of ruining everything and he has that he has that very dumb but lovable line where he's like he's just talking big he's like i'm not like this because i'm in van halen i'm i'm in van halen because i'm like this right he just like just talking shit and then he ends up ruining everything. And then he say he says the same line, but he's like almost at the verge of tears because he also knows he fucked up, right? He's like, no, no, you don't understand. They're like, dude, you got to go. And there's two episodes that I think he's an immense standout. And in the first episode, and again, I'm going to sound a little bit like a broken record because he has like this Peter Parker syndrome where in the first episode that I'm referring to is Forks. It's the Richie episode. It's Richie goes to like an upscale restaurant to kind of learn how to be like a really good maitre d', essentially, right? Broad, broad strokes. And he goes through this journey. And then as you kind of see him kind of go throughout this entire episode, he starts to harden or he starts to soften a little bit. You know, he thinks because for the first two days all he's doing is polishing forks and he's like this is stupid uh and then somebody kind of breaks it down for him and he's like you know okay i can kind of get i can get behind that because at the end of the day richie's like a good guy you know he's a he's a mess but he's a good guy right uh and then you know he's comes from a he's a divorcee his shares custody with his kid uh, there's a cute little Taylor Swift bit. And then you just see him grow up in the span of this one episode. And he becomes like, I hate this. He, I think he becomes my favorite character in the whole show. Uh, just from this Forks episode, right? You know, he has this like, you know, punch the sky victory moment. And he finally gets it. And then he just says like more awesome dope shit. Like he's like, I'm a suit guy now. I wear suits, right? And it's <laughs> like, oh, Richie. And then we get another episode, uh, Seven Fishes, which is, I think for me, the best hour of TV I've I've seen all year. Like I, I really do think that. And there's the tough competition. Yeah. But then, like again, Richie's kind of the jerk off hard ass guy and then you see him in the sequence in that episode where and this is a flashback episode so his wife is pregnant they're still happily married or maybe they're even like freshly engaged even um and then you see him be that jerk off with his friends and he goes up to check on his his wife she's pregnant she's sick uh not horribly sick just like you know pregnancy sick and you just see such a 180. He softens. He's such a sweetheart. And you're like, you watch that. And you just you just watch Forks, right? You just watch the episode. And you're like, and they're divorced. And she's like, hey, I just got engaged again. Uh, and it's like, he's like, oh, no, right? And yeah. then you watch that episode. And you're like, how did they ever get split? They're so good. They're so good together. And uh, Jillian Jacobs uh, is is his wife. And she does a wonderful job. But like, you watch this and you watch how he softens and how he's such a, like a, at his core, a sweet dude. 
and just like and then you just know because you know what happens right and it's just like completely brutal but this dude just plays all the shades like expertly he's just so proficient at it and it's like it's really stunning to to see how he just kind of weaves in and out of like total scumbag and no like uh you know he's a he's a i hate to say it because it's, it's rare to see it's frankly uh he's a, a truly three-dimensional character like he has every shade you can imagine uh and it's just like anytime it focuses on him it's like one of it's a joy like i i just love every second uh, that dude's, you know, playing that particular character. So for me, it's him uh, completely. Man, we should have went last, Chris, because breaking news, Paul Giamatti won the Golden Globe for Best Actor. For no shit, really? Bravo. Wow. Break called it, Chris. Time. <laughs> he deserves it. That's fucking They're always stealing your stuff, guys. Your picks. It would be amazing if the they gave him an Oscar, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't also, think so. We're, we're recording this as the Golden Globes are happening. Yeah. I don't think we mentioned this. But... Mm. Yeah, hell yeah, good for you, Paul. Yeah, like yeah. he deserves it. He's Paul such a great G. actor. G man, Paulie G, Goji boy, G man actor. Gotta love him, right? You gotta love that guy. Gotta love him. Well, I'll round this up real quick. Uh, Steve, I went with uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken in Barbie, uh, just because it seems like, you know, when I was watching that movie, I was like, my goodness, this is so fun. Every time Ken is on screen, Ryan Gosling's on screen, I'm having the time of my life. He's silly. He's ridiculous. He's uh, like, again, Chris, you described it perfectly earlier when he's in that Sylvester Stallone fit. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> so good. Oh, my goodness. And when I saw that, like, that's the moment I think I fell in love with the movie. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> <Everybody>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like he is such a highlight and i think like if he wasn't in barbie like it would still be a good movie but i don't know i don't think it would be like the 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 cultural zeitgeist that it was possibly i agree now he's agree. astounding in that you know um i think he plays well, like a really yeah. great like supporting slash antagonist as yeah. the movie goes on like he really nails what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and you know the big i will say from like my pick and a lot of movies that came out, uh, the big theme this year has been men are stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I could have told you that. Chris. (laughs) I know. Well, I mean, somewhere, Chris, I'm gonna tell you somewhere. Jordan Peterson just fell to his knees. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, no. Oh God, no. They realized how, where would we be without men? Oh no. They got Barbie, poor things. Uh, like, (laughs) Oh, it was another. Well, I was just thinking in my head. I can't remember, but there's so many movies that came out this year. It was just like, yeah, men are the complete morons of the movie, and you know, hey, it fits. That's <laughs> we get all. Yeah. Yeah, it fits. You can do. Well, I sure. if we can Real. move on, that actually will bring me up to uh, my pick for T mm. two of the year, which is the movie of the year, <laughs> and I chose Poor Things. Where, good lord. The men are complete morons in this movie. <laughs> like absolute morons. But that you... blaze what I the real point of yeah. view. What's up, Devin? What was your point? No, I was just gonna say, so do you think any of this is recency bias? Because you just saw that, right? No, no, I don't. I was thinking about this for a while. Yeah. Um, this movie 
I'll describe it like this as simply as possible. It is like a Tim Burton film, but for a mature audience. Okay. It is gorgeous. Slaps, but I like it. I like it. it. It's, it's gorgeous. It's bright and beautiful. The sets are absolutely amazing. It is funny. It is unsettling and disturbing and it makes you think about the plot when you're on driving home from the movie. Mm. Like, yeah. And you know what this sounds like to me, Chris? It sounds like Bo is afraid to me. <laughs> it's Bo is afraid. <laughs> if Bo is but afraid, good. was good. <laughs> but you could understand what's kind of, what's going on kind of a little to bit. Me, John, uh, I was, I was thinking about choosing the first half of Bo is afraid as my favorite <laughs> movie of the year because I rewatched it. Uh, and that's yeah. oh, you like, did. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Man. And that from the from his apartment to hanging out with Roger, Doctor Raj, all of that <laughs> stuff is fucking so solid gold. Solid gold. It is. And so then funny. they let Ari Aster do whatever the hell he wanted to for the other half of the movie. Well, not not to get on a tangent, but I actually I, I read about that, and I read about his how he created Bo is Afraid, and he said that the the script was written ten years ago. He wrote it ten years ago. And everything in the beginning, everything from like the apartment to Dr. Raj was the same. The same as the 10-year draft. Everything else, the ending, the play, all of that came later. All of that came now. Like he mm. rewrote it. Because he said it was too stupid. <laughs> <That's what laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The other way, which I kind of wanted him to just go keep going stupid like and silly because like it's yeah. it's hilarious like the first half of that movie is so fucking funny yeah um but no kind of, I, yeah what were we saying Devin? no it's just it just kind of reeks of like this is the like now that i have a name and i kind of got like the, the free it's pass, like, i'm making this one this is it's, the one i'm making it's pretty self-indulgent which i can't yeah. i can't myself pick and that's why i went with poor things poor things I feel like is the weird, disturbing comedy that he was trying to make. And this is much better. The world that he creates, Yorgos Lathamos, it's it's astoundingly beautiful. And, but it's still unsettling and weird. It is, it hits that thing in me that I love, which is, I like the weird ones as we can all attest to. I like the, the stranger films that come out and this is definitely that it it's when you think about it ethically it's awful it's a woman who gets the mind of a baby implanted in her head and is then seduced by older men because she has an adult body like it's horrifying when you really think about how disturbing it could possibly be but it still manages to capture this weird whimsy that i i it's it's hard when you think about it outside of the movie, you're like, how do they do that? How do they make this a whimsical fairy tale about a child being seduced by adults? <laughs> like, <what the laughs> fuck. It's such an incredible accomplishment of storytelling. I've somehow I, dodged and weaved that entire guy's filmography. I Not really, on purpose. I just kind of have just never watched any of it. He's he's very funny. Like the favorite, yeah. I watched. That's the only movie, only other film I've I've seen of his, and it's it's fucking funny. Like it's silly and stupid. Like there's a scene me and my dad like watch every once in a while where it's this like 
like noble who's like painted he's like dressed in the powder and he's got a wig on he's completely naked and a bunch of other nobles are just hucking fruit at him and they're all like <laughs> cackling in a room like laughing in slow motion silliest shit i've seen in a long time and that's 100% in this film mark ruffalo is so goddamn funny in this movie oh my god there's a scene where he's sitting on a park bench. He's completely destitute. He's out of money. And there's a dog that comes up to him and his lady's walking him. And his delivery of the line, I will kick that fucking dog to death. is <laughs> like, so funny and over the top. Like he is a boob in this movie in all the best ways. And Emma Stone is unbelievably good. Like, yeah. I, so, you kind of see throughout this movie in every scene, she grows. She starts to learn. She starts to learn how to read. She starts to learn how to reason. All of that comes out in her performance. It's fucking awesome. And I've read somewhere that they shot it out of sequence. So she was like, she was basically saying, oh, we're on level two right now. Mm. <laughs> to you goes like, okay, that's how I'm going to go yeah. in on this. And then and like later on, oh, this is level four. Like where she's starting to take on her own personality. Yeah. And not to get like weirdly specific, but like, I'd imagine she couldn't have done that if she hadn't already done like three movies with this guy. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Like there's that exactly. shorthand that they're just like, Oh yeah, let's just crush it. I think like they said that there's a, a multitude of sex scenes in this movie too. <laughs> okay. um, and it's Emma Stone just getting naked a lot. And I feel like those scenes are so, I like the best scenes in the movie. They're they're intimate, and she's totally in control of her character, and it's just it becomes her. I mean, the movie on paper is on paper that makes you sound like the biggest bro in the world. Those <laughs> <laughs> sex is the best. Yeah, part, I, I watched this for the plot, and the all the plot is great. And the but they're like scenes. intimate and weird, and they're not like they're not sexy because she's cold. And yeah. she, she hasn't really learned empathy. And it's like all these things that you learn as an adult, she, those things aren't there. So it's like, uh, <laughs> it's just a great character film. It's a great character well, piece. And uh, she also won it. best performance. Uh, there you Golden go. Globe winner. So it's obvious. I, I think of that. Yeah. I think it's obvious. I think she's a shoe in for an Academy yeah. Award. It's she's so good in this, and I the film itself is gorgeous and beautiful, and funny and disturbing and unsettling, and all those things work perfectly together. I I could watch William Defoe burp giant bubbles all fucking day, <laughs> all fucking day. Like the, his attitude while he's doing it, where he's just like ah, <laughs> and this giant fucking bubble comes out of his mouth. The weirdest shit I've seen. Hilarious. 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 Go see this movie. Is is a masterpiece. Very, very good movie. Thumbs up. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I wanted to Absolutely. see it to begin with. Yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely see it. Good stuff. I'll go next on this one. Because um, I know the Godzilla... Oh. Uh, oh, the, I guess we're going next, Devin. Yeah, I guess you are going next. Never mind. All right, all right. Devin, well, Devin and I, Devin and I both chose Godzilla minus one as our T two of the year. Thanks, Steve. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Who's uh, the presenter on this one? The Goji Boys, the Goji Boys. Oh, what a great movie! You couldn't. You what couldn't can I say, man? What more can great. I say? I gave all of my rewards to this yeah. movie. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this you know, movie I'll... turned me into a Godzilla fucking freak. I've been watching Godzilla movies nonstop since yeah. I since I watched this. You've one. been zilling out, dude. Yeah, and I love. I really love Sh- uh, Shin Godzilla a lot. I really love the original 1954 movie too and now i'm just i'm watching godzilla raids again and it's kind of a slog to get through it's like the second one that came come out yeah it's a sequel to the original didn't he show up in like Warzone like a year ago like i'm not even godzilla? he Man? showed up in like a call of duty game like a oh, year ago godzilla? I mean, I or like battlefield or something like that yeah i'm talking about godzilla does everybody just oh is he just a tactical nuke if you get 20 uh, dude, that, that would be i would love sick, that dude i would love that to be hold honest. on godzilla call of duty let me see, let me see if I... anyway it, uh, yeah I'll, so while I'll yeah while devin looks that up um <laughs> yeah like uh like we already talked a bunch about this movie like i uh, cried a couple times during godzilla movie which is crazy to me um that is uh the humans the the humans like the one thing that like I'm seeing a lot of people say, like a lot of Godzilla review, Godzilla fanboy reviews are like, usually when you're watching a Godzilla movie, you're kind of slogging through whatever story is going on in the background. You just can't wait for the big, the big guy to be on screen again, so you can see him fuck fuck shit up. Because like that's why you go see Godzilla movies, but like this was different <laughs> because Godzilla's like actually, I mean he's scary in Shin Godzilla too. But like, mm-hmm. he's actually scary. I I think he's a little scarier in this one, just because you kind of. It's because you care. I think it's because you care about the character. Well, the human and being. everything wow. that happens in Shin, I don't mean to sound like like really like whatever about Shin, but like Shin, everything's like feels really far away. Like the closest they ever get to him is like in a fucking helicopter, you know? Like yeah. In minus one, he is like he's chasing you like we were talking about earlier like a goddamn theme park ride like he's 10 feet away from them i i, I uh, think dude. i think a good a good comparable uh a good comparable monster would be jaws yeah yeah this is very yeah. much like a jaws movie like this is yeah. exactly like a jaws movie i think and that's probably why it's so good to be yeah. honest yeah uh and- you know, and and like honestly, and I know we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I just like the message I really took away from it is like it's so wonderful because it kind of reinserts the like this is a monster who has in a weird way given Japan hope again, even though he's terrorizing Japan, right? Mm. Common uh, enemy, he, common enemy. He gave because they were listless after the war. Right, they were like we're losers. Our country's in shambles. There's well, that's no the whole point of the that's the whole point of the title, the minus one title. They're yeah. literally below. They're below zero. That's how Japan mm. is at this yeah. point in time. And then, and, and then, it's so, even worse because Godzilla shows up. Yeah, and then like again, common enemy. They and it's and it's not the military. And you know, we we talked about that. But like, this is kind of this was the other moment. This was like one in one with the stair scene. Uh, when they defeat Godzilla and they throw up the salute and the, I uh, we walked yeah. out, we walked out, John and I, and I was like, do you think they were saluting like each other or Godzilla? And like, because I don't they, even mean that as a joke. Like, cause no, they I mean, understood, they appreciate it. Like without you, we would have 
we yeah. now feel like complete again, you know? Yeah. And honorable foe and, you know, all that shit. But like, I love that scene where he, you know, he kind of breaks and he slowly starts sinking and they just fucking throw up the salute. And I was like, that yeah, is dude. wonderful because it, it works on many, many different levels. Yeah. And uh, I just absolutely loved it. And again, like I kind of uh, famously too dramatic, but like I never really got into kaiju movies like like King Kong or Godzilla. Yeah, like, what about Pacific Rim, man? Either. We love Pacific Rim. I like Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Like I never well, loved crazy. I no, seriously. Maybe, like, I'm, I maybe I'm the Godzilla guy, then. Maybe I'm just the Godzilla guy. Godzilla. Godzilla. I think so. Godzilla yeah. John, dude. You're Godzilla the Godzilla John. John Zilla. <laughs> maybe I. And maybe also, maybe and again, also, you know what, is, Devin? What? <laughs> you I was gonna say. I was, yeah, Goji I was boys? gonna say. Goji Boys is over. Uh, Come on, Goji Boys. No, because I was gonna say, like, yeah, like this is a great movie, aside from being a Godzilla movie. But it was still a sick Godzilla movie too. Like, no, no, it absolutely was. He's fucking shit up. He is fucking shit up. His atomic breath has a fucking mushroom cloud, dude. Like, that's oh crazy. <laughs> yeah. That atomic and breath like, scene was fucking nuts, man. Yeah. No, and they're on a fucking wooden boat. And they're like, nope, this ain't going to work. <laughs> like, this absolutely isn't going to work. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Love no, and, and like, again, characters you care about. And man, oh, man, uh, I, I've been sleeping on this for literal decades, apparently. But that Godzilla theme fucking hits dude good shit. oh yeah dude uh good it's dude. so good it's so you heard that good. beastie boy song devin come on come i mean on, that's man, i'll the... be honest that's the kind of the most of the version i've ever heard <laughs> and i was like oh no, there's more to this that's right i mean it's almost as good as puff daddy yeah. <laughs> oh well we don't talk you about puff daddy dude you can hate me now yeah we can't talk about puff daddy Featuring, i'm sorry on, then uh then um <laughs> Featuring Jimmy Page. It was uh, Jimmy Page, yeah. We can yeah. talk about Jimmy Page's Jimmy Godzilla. Jimmy Page's come oh. with me. That's why you can't nah. talk about Godzilla around Steve. He brings up Puff Daddy. Every time. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, this movie was fucking incredible. Like, they're releasing it in monochrome in Japan, like, next week or something. I really hope it comes out here. And actually, Devin, like, fuck us, because we didn't see it in IMAX. Like, I know, dude. I know. Could you imagine seeing that movie in IMAX? Like, <laughs> hey, if you guys ever want to, if you ever want to see it again, I'd, I'd see it. In IMAX. Okay. Yeah, you I guys, mean, dude, if you guys yo, ever want to open up an IMAX theater, let me know. <laughs> if we okay. um, if they um, if they release it in black and white here, like we should, we should totally go. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, mean, I really hope they do that. Yeah. Get the all true right, Toho, dude. the real Toho experience. Steve. It's all down well, to you. Well, you know what? Dude. You know what, John Devin, do you guys want to announce mine since I accidentally I was no, gonna call you, you the Godzilla know. boys. I was gonna call you the Godzilla boys. I got the, go- the Goji boys. That. No, the Goji boys. Devin is not he's he's, he's out. Been, uh, no, Goji boys for life, man. No, excommunicado. Nah, you're more like you're you're the bear boy. Uh no, nah, man. I'm not like this because I'm a Goji boy. I'm a Goji boy because I'm like this. All right. That's oh that's I, all I, I gotta I, say I, about yeah. that. All right, well, the, the movie I picked for uh, film of the year, T2 of the year, uh, Spider-Man Across the Universe. It was Across the Spider-Verse. This Beatles would have been Black mine Man. if I didn't watch Godzilla a couple of years ago, <laughs> to be honest. Like, yeah, it really slid this in was, at this the fucking my, finish This is my favorite movie. Yeah, this is my favorite movie no, of the year. I'm going to say right now, you guys picked two weeks great ago. films. You all picked great movies. These great, are all great, great movies. Great movies. Right. It's, it's hard to to pick a, a great movie we were all struggling up until about december like we're I like i think it's spider-man like yeah i think it's spider-man yeah. i think everything came out at once and those movies that came out at once were, were all phenomenal films and 
man, across the Spider Verse, they they just had the 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 schedule on their side. You know, <laughs> like they came out first. Steve, I know how much you loved it. Oh Such yeah, this this film is um again I said it earlier visual masterpiece. Like there are scenes where uh, I remember like leaning over to Chris. I'm like, is this an oil painting? I think they did an oil painting. <laughs> like, uh, all the characters are fun. Again, like this is like just the perfect like continuation of you know the masterpiece they they started with Into the Spider Verse, and I I cannot wait. I literally cannot wait for um what's what's the the third one supposed to be called? Beyond the Spider Verse. Beyond the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. Like, this is just, like, a, a saga of movies that, like, I just am just clamoring to see more and more of um, because they are so creative. They're so fun. Um, and also, like, you know. They're deep, too, man. They are so yeah. deep. Like, these, these we were talking about after Charles watched it for the first time. We had a, we had a really good discussion on there. Like, they really, like, they, they really, like, they really get the metaphysical aspect of, of who Miles Morales really is and and how he really is Spider-Man, like, no matter what anybody fucking says. And I love that it's triggering people. Like, it's... Like, I love that people get mad that he's... That people are... That he is Spider-Man. And it's... Like, I said this it's, before, it's like, too, like... No, like, fight anymore with these movies, too, especially. No, like, he is, like... I was saying this before, like, they stopped... Like they still call him Spin in the in the kids TV show. Like that's still his name because there's no actual Spider-Man name. But on the toys, it doesn't say Spin. It says Spider-Man. Like it doesn't even say Spider-Man for Peter Parker's kid toy. It says Spidey for his. But for for Miles, it says Spider-Man. So you know not what? Only that, like the, you know what all ahead. those haters are? They're Joe Jan- Joe Jonah Jamesons. They are all <laughs> exist out there. JJJs, horrible people. They're JJJs and the KKK. Like that's who they are. They're the JJJ in the Spider-Man games. Like he's oh my god guy. Like that's that's what they are. These movies make me taking in other Spider-Man media hard. Yeah. Because they are so good. I know. Like, it feels just like everything that, like, is just like you want from Spider-Man is in is in this movie. So I got to say, I'm like, I know I'm partial to Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man, too. I think it's I love it, too. I phenomenal. Agree. But I think if I were to rip my own heart out of my chest and throw it in the garbage I would probably say across the Spider Verse is better in every way. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, clearly, is. <laughs> it clearly is. Like, if it's just my brain yeah. really taking this all in, I'd be like, "Of course it is." There's no, no I'm not, and I'm not cap. I'm not capping when I say like this probably is going to end up being the best trilogy in movie history for me. Probably, like yeah, it's up there, man. Like, oh. yeah, when once you know, if they don't really completely shit the bed with Beyond the Spider Verse, you'll you'll be able to have those conversations. I bet about like you know with like Lord of the Rings and uh, other epic trilogies. So the yeah, born films. I'm just yeah. All I'm saying, Kevin, <laughs> yeah. is this clear? This clears this clears uh fellowship and two two, two towers already. So. Ooh. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Devin. That's all. John, I'll John, put it do, on the table. You can take you want, it. You can do you want it. the? You want JJJ Devin to come out? Because he will. 
It's nice to play the kiddie pool every once in a while. Yeah, the kiddie pool is great. You can leave it. You can take it. I'll tell you what, though. I'd be scared. I'd be scared if Sony Animation took on the Lord of the Rings movies because they might make a banger, dude. Devin, they might make those Tom Bombadil bits actually slap. Not even Pete Jackson can do that. That song, man. They made that song a whole musical number. It's beautiful. Musical number. They got they got Jack Black for it. Oh man, that's so good. That's so good. God, I hate Tom Bombadil. That's why they're so good. That's why it's the perfect trilogy. There's no Tom Bombadil. Jack Jack Black is Tom. Why do you hate Tom Bombadil so much? Oh my God, he's oh God. Jack Black. We don't have enough time. We don't have enough time. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have enough time. Wait, so this is the year that Lord of the Rings just gets completely usurped because we got we got a better redemption story than Boromir, mm. and we have a better two towers. I'm like squirming in my chair right now. Yeah, I don't, I don't I know, like this. I know, I, I love this. it. I know, I love it. I love it. Dude, I love it. 2023, the, the year we put the ring down. <laughs> yeah. we'll put the ring down pick it back no, up dude, no, yeah, pick oh, it this, the year, this is the year <laughs> yeah and this is the year the 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 ring uh came out for the magic the gathering cards and oh Post bought it for oh, two million dollars right. too also don't forget that shitty golem game came out oh oh yeah yeah you know what lord of the rings just doesn't count as a dude Spider-Man Two didn't win any Cody. He didn't win any Cody's guys. Whatever. Spider-Man Two sucked. It's fucking runoff crying. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, Let's move on. Let's let's move on. on. The final of the shows and TV segment. Absolutely. The Breaking Bad of the year. The show of the year, folks. And I'm gonna throw this over to to D-Man. He's the the odd man out. I am the odd man out. On, on the um, show here. So what do we got? Yeah. Gojira. Well, I, I think if you've been listening to almost anything I've said uh, prior to this, this will not come to any surprise. But my show of the year uh, is The Bear, uh, season two. Great I show. was so blown away by this <laughs> show. There's so many good episodes. Like, you get honeydew. Then you get fishes. Then you get four. I'm sorry. Yeah, fishes and forks are swapped in my in, – my previous explanation. Then you get the character that I just like completely fell in love with, right? Then you get the journey of, of the 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 soft open of the restaurant. And then you just find out like what happens with Carmi and Carmi realizes like I can't just be this guy. I need to be that guy and I need to be unhappy to be successful because I hate my life. And uh, oh my god. Um it's just like hitter after hit there's just so many great amazing episodes that just happen all in quick succession and they're just all uh, almost all of them are like astounding. Not just like goes oh, good, like astounding. Um and goodness gracious. Uh it's one of my yeah, it's one of the best shows on TV obviously. Um I think it, you know, won a boatload of awards tonight anyway, like, you know, uh, Golden Globes, but no, man, uh, The Bear Season 2, absolutely, you should, if you liked Season 1, like, what are you doing watch Season 2? Uh, that is legitimately how I feel. So, yeah, no, that's that's me and The Bear, for sure. Me and The Bear. I like that me show. Me and The Bear. Me and The that Bear. That show I, I want to watch. But, I'm, uh, of <laughs> course, John, Devin, or John, Steve, and myself have chose The Last of Us as our... Talk about show. TV show or video game? Because I know about this <laughs> video game. I don't know anymore. 
dude, Devin. I chose to Tiny. not watch this show because I played the video game in 2009. <laughs> yeah. De- Devin, Sony is going to put you on their excommunication. Yeah, Devin, what the hell, list, man? <laughs> what we're going to rip that Naughty Dog shirt off of your fucking back. We're going to rip it off. I burned it when they canceled factions, John. Come on. Oh, oh that's that. all Devin quit cared about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I quit caring. <laughs> oh, God. So no well, value. we got a good show. Uh, we got a good show out of we got a great show out of a video game. What the fuck? What world are we living in, guys? Dude, I don't know. I don't know what What's it was. What's going on next what, year? Best part of crackdown. The I best bet? part about this is like the best part about this is having the same discussions that the four of us had after we finished the first game with like yeah. everybody that oh, that's that nice didn't, that didn't play mm-hmm. the game. Like it's really cool. Like so, like what do you think, man? Like do you think Joel did the right thing? Or no, mm-hmm. he fucking lied to her. He fucking, you know, he killed everybody when they could have made a cure. And you know, it's everyone's like, well, like Sam's like, like hands down, like fucking, she was diehard Joel since day since the first episode. But guys, how do and we knew, feel? How do we feel about that? About the decision that Joel yeah, and of course made. I'm sure we talked about it before, but this is now the television show, and I feel well, like it before when new, we talked about it before, I yeah, I I was not I was I was childless when we talked about this before when the game came out, and now that now that I have a child, like I can't. It would be pretty fucking inhuman for me to say that Joel <laughs> fucked up. You know, like, I mean that's a pretty but that's the, a pretty weird thing to ask someone. Be like, hey, hey, John, give me give me your child. I might be able to make a cure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> might happen. Hey, <laughs> but I'm sure. I'm sure we like. I I understand. I get it. From like, I'm not gonna like argue with somebody who thinks the opposite of me. Of course, it's kind of like the beauty, which is kind of the beauty of the game, right? Like, why the story is so good. I think. I think when I was younger, I think I I I thought it was a bad decision. That the greater whole is more important, but now that I'm an older person with more empathy, I completely and understand. Lived through a pandemic, lived, lived through, through a pandemic too. Lived through a pandemic, because, lost like, loved ones. Like I totally get the drive to want to keep somebody you love alive. I, I it's beyond beyond the greater good. I like understand. it's not, yeah, and it's hard to say, but like you can't say that the responsibility of the human race falls on, on Ellie. Like, exactly. But again, I get it. I get why Ellie would feel opposite. I, you, know, you know, and it's, because... it's Ellie, and, and from the game, she even said it wasn't about her not sacrificing herself. It was about her not getting the choice. Right. That's really what it that's, boiled down to. That's, that's where Joel fucked up. Right. right. But at the same time, he, he knew, he knew he was good. He knew what she would say anyway. So he did what, and dad would do. And, you know, it, I think that's why it's also kind of poetic, too, that she is a child when this happens. Because, you know, and old enough to be and mature enough to be to, you know, to have to be able to make a, a decision like that. Sure. But at the same time, it's like, you know, dad is going to make that choice. You know, she's what she's what, 13? Yeah. 12 or whatever, 13, 14 when that happened. I, I think the show framed it just as complicated, just a complicated way as, as the video game did. And that's where this lovely conversation developed between people that never played the game. And I agree with you, John. I think that's 
really the biggest, I probably the biggest takeaway is that we can now yeah. talk openly about a piece of art. Let's be honest. Right. It's not, yeah. it's more than a game. And that's why, that's why last of us part two is, is so good too. And I really can't wait how the, how they, they tackle the show for, for part two. Absolutely. Because man, like, <laughs> yeah, we can talk all the shit we want, but like, you know, I do think this same. next season is going to test them the most, though, as writers. Like they're really going to have to develop more than the game did, and that's that's going right. to be tough. That's it's not easy. It's this this next season. I think is the litmus. I think the first season you had the roadmap there. This next yeah, season, it's easy. Is, it's yeah, it's kind of easy. It's easier, I guess. You can, easier, yeah. easier. Yeah, we're because so the, the, yeah. Uh, part two is so that. good because because of because it's a video game because we ha- we're forced mm-hmm. to 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 play Make those decisions. roles. You don't you don't see that often in games, but also like you don't really see that often in television either. No. So nah. not not in most television. I mean, and and you know, I the there's been a lot of great television shows. I I feel like I I didn't throw up a lot of great shows that I watched over the years, you know, The Curse and Fargo, but yeah, Last of Us. It's just nice to have a now a conversation about a piece of art that people weren't it weren't going to play. And right. Yeah. That's I think the takeaway. From like this. people who people who don't play games, like you know, to them games are just like a like a pish posh topic. So the fact that like you know it's like this is from a game. Like this was the 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 uh, question asked of the audience at the end of that game and the real in, in some nightmare universe, this was in the hands of producers who didn't believe that the audience was like mature enough to handle that. And like, they dumbed it down where it'll be like action, man, Joel kicking ass. And you know, Absolutely. Like, like take that thought out of it, baby. Oh Cause like, yeah, yeah. Know, Put this in 2005, you know, oh, dude, no, no, no. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. Dude. As Vin Joel. Diesel. <laughs> Kim oh, Kardashian yeah. as Ellie. <laughs> Ellie. Oh my god, dude. This is the that's the worst. That's the oh, worst. You know let's I want, let's no. hear him out. Let's hear Hold him on. out. Yeah, Leo. Let him cook. Let him cook. Let him cook. I'm Woody. I'm Woody right now. I'm Woody. Oh no. <laughs> hold, hold Steve back. I'm saying let him cook. Let, let him cook. cook. He's got some ideas right here. Hold <laughs> Steve Sora back saying let him cook. Kills well, the guys, fireflies I... and cures Ellie and the rest of the world himself. Devin, I love it. Devin, you were right. I think the bear won best drama, best comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you know, two thousand five. Yeah, Golden Globe, two thousand five for sure. Uh, Poor things won best uh, won a Golden Globe as well. No, so let's go. That's Ooh. great. I'm so happy about that. I was actually really unsure if that was going to win anything because it's so Cause weird, it's so out there. And yeah, weird. that's why we call um, them the Golden Galanis. Golden Galanis, baby. All right. So we move on to here's a, here's a question, guys. We're, oh. we're pretty we're pretty oh. long in here. Yeah, yeah, you're we're right. Two hours long. Do you do we just want to tackle maybe like the first three miscellaneous and then maybe make this a part part one part two? Or you want to do part two? Part yeah. two. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, it's, it's pretty long. long. We don't want to rush everything. All right. So for video games, come back come back next time. Come back next time. We're going to move on to miscellaneous. 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 And um, that, of course, starts with our first category, miscellaneous, which would be biggest fuck up 
which is uh, it's fun to say. Who um, it up? Who was the biggest clown shoes this year? Great thing is we all picked different things, so there's been a lot of fuck ups this year, and that's always fun to talk about. Um, I, for one, I chose the Max launch, uh, HBO Max turning into Max and deleting all the things that make HBO great. Um, it's terrible. And asking why? Why? <laughs> why, why, this? why? Why even? Why? Why are you the way that you are? Why did you do this to this? Why did you do yeah. it to it? Like anybody you... with a working sense of SEO should have been like, this doesn't seem like a good idea to get rid of HBO. Yeah. 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 I think the, the... Unless it was some kind of personal... Uh... Person that, that, that. that guy that guy's a cartoon villain dude he is a, uh, a silly asshole isn't he zaslav <laughs> yeah zaslav's a fucking cartoon Zaslav. villain he's a silly motherfucker and he's a failure as a ceo in these past two years i think it was two years now yeah that he's been ceo um no he's a great success chris oh yeah yeah he is yeah Dude, three of three of our biggest fuckups are CEO choices. I well, hey, listen, you know they get paid all this fucking money. Biggest fuck up. They deserve the blame. (laughs) They deserve the blame. They They deserve deserve more of it. Yeah, they do. They really do. And then then they get fired and just get fired with a fourteen million dollar golden parachute. And and they go to another company (laughs) that that does something else that's close to what they did, and they fuck up that company. It's just a, a matter of time for da- David Zaslov goes to Preparation H and Jazz ruins off. it. He's going to ruin assholes forever. <laughs> ruin assholes forever. Um, yeah, just and getting rid of TCM, Turner Classic Movies. Like this guy has no idea what made HBO a grand, uh, not cable. It's not TV. It's not TV. It's <laughs> HBO. You, you got rid of that part. So it's just TV now, you fuckface. Just fucking TV, you fucking asshole. Fucking and no one wants that anymore. Biggest fuck up, David Zaslov. Let's move on to Devin. Devin oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my biggest fuck up is uh, Unity. Unity. Uh, for those of you who uh, aren't aware, Unity was essentially a gaming engine that was uh, oh, very, that. very well used and at the time well liked by a lot of indie uh you know companies and games you know and even larger games they they said no yeah we use unity as the engine um and it was very friendly uh very developer friendly from all accounts and then one day in 2023 the ceo john ricatello said hey uh we're coming out with an update to unity and um insert every bad thing that you could imagine uh they were going to you know make it more expensive they were going to backcharge you oh did somebody download your game we get a piece of that so there's a very real scenario where companies would then potentially owe hundreds of thousands if not millions of dollars of back pay to unity because they said oh your game was downloaded over 300,000 times on steam you know, not not played, just download it, right? Download and delete it and things to that effect. Um, every option, you know, like every question, like follow-up question, well, what about this? It just got worse. It really did. Would you and say that the CEO is a bad case of gas? I uh, would gas, say, yeah. Gas being a uh, general asshole. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, this is a former EA CEO. Oh, yeah. oh a yeah. greedy asshole situation. Yeah, he oh, was that's uh, really good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, he wanted to monetize when back in EA. I think he wanted to like monetize. He tried to. He threw out an idea of like, what if we charge FPS gamers, like first person shooter gamers, per bullet? Like, what if we said, oh, give us five dollars, right, right. you get two clips, you know? Um, so this guy's a, a, a idiot, scumbag, moron. There's some people kind guy. of saying, "Oh, Stand-up maybe guy. he's the fall guy, right? <laughs> maybe the shareholders asked him to. They wanted this, and John Riccatello. It doesn't fucking matter, right? This guy was it the face. Matter. You don't. Yeah. Yeah, he was the face of of a terrible decision. So of course, Unity stocks plummeted. Uh, it is well hated. Uh, John Riccatello uh, had retired from his role. Uh, I think sometime in October. So he essentially got fired. Did they walk uh, this all back? I, I they forget. they uh, walked, I think, like 90% of it back. But the issue is that matter. nobody yeah, trusts them now. Right. You know what I really like? I like when somebody makes such a bad decision that people make a different version of what they have out of spite. Yo, yeah, I mean, I love it. That's yeah, always like, fun, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and again, like Unity's not shuttered uh, or gone, obviously, but almost no one trusted, and yeah, everybody's just like, oh yeah, I I'm not updating my Unity account. I'm not updating my like version of Unity because like we're gonna keep it on this because forget that. Like, it's the worst thing ever. And uh, yeah, now that name is dirt, and it was honestly tied to a lot of uh, really great properties. So it's it, it's a, a very much a shame, but uh, yes, that's me. Moving on to John for biggest yeah, fuck up. Uh, Insomniac Games Ooh. were. This is kind of like a, I want to. It's like a half fuck up. I mean, because they got hacked, right? Uh, very problem brutally is hacked, yeah. brutally hacked where everybody I think people are actually playing a build of the Wolverine game that we didn't oh my god nobody really even saw anything yeah yeah there's like a PC build that was floating Jesus. around that people are able to are able to play which is fucking insane but like everything from the game got hacked like character models in fucking... the game the company well just, I'm, I'm yeah. getting there Devin okay but okay. like yeah, everything for, about the Wolverine game got hacked, which is like crazy. Even like roadmaps to other future games that they were making. I don't know if did you guys see any of that stuff? Because yeah. some of the stuff is real ju- is real juicy, dude. Real juicy. Like I felt gross looking at it. Some of it, I felt dirty. Yeah, I was like, Ugh, I, yeah, I guess I guess I won't that. say like exactly what we yeah. what was that, just in case you know you guys don't want to get spoiled i guess if that even counts as spoiling something but uh there's that like even like like the entire story plot line of the wolverine game oh my god Mm. yeah like somebody there's a text file in there with like an outline of i didn't see the entire story which is insane yeah i I read it it looks crazy but i I won't say anything but (laughs) but like yeah so there's that but then like on the other hand like yeah that really sucks you know um but on the other hand everything else that got hacked that isn't really important and shouldn't have been hackable also got hacked. And a lot of that stuff was like, um, 
a lot of uh, personal like doxing information about like I think all their employees. Ugh. And that that includes like social security numbers, Jesus, uh, passport and driver's license copies, like like insurance information, like everything that and and from what I read, uh, a lot of that had to do with I don't know if this is on if this is all on on Insomniac. I would I would think so because you know, um. It's not like they were able to hack like other studios this time, or I don't know if they even went there, but like they they had like a failure of like a multi-factor encryption on their employees' account account information. So like all that stuff could have been protected, but they didn't go the extra step. I guess the IT guys at Insomniac didn't go the extra step of protecting it. Was that the That's kid? why I think it's a big, big, big fuck up on their part. Was that the hacker who got sent to a medical jail? Or no, that no was that's the GTA, GTA guy. guy. GTA. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was so just so it's like that guy hacked from like a under police surveillance from a hotel with like a fire stick, like an Amazon fire stick. That's incredible. Uh, man, if they want to get to your shit, I guess they will. But Insomniac really made it easy. They made it e- well. Yeah. I mean, and it's like it's a this shame. Was- of all, yeah, of all ransom, this stuff, like right? they they wanted a ransom and they they wanted pay. what two bitcoin two, or some shit two million or dollars or like fifteen two bitcoins bitcoin. or something like that yeah mm. fifteen bitcoins or something and like I kind of get it you don't want to pay the ransom mm. but yeah, also at the same time because yeah you don't want to like make these guys like stronger for yeah. the next time they they're gonna do keep something. doing it if that's and you don't know you don't know a hundred percent if if they were gonna like honor that part of the deal you can't really trust them i mean you know so like i don't know dude like (laughs) but like the 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 big issue is like this just happened recently with naughty dog back in Mm -hmm. 20 what in 2019 or 2020 right before the game uh yeah i mean granted not not everybody's personal information got hacked but just just the game stuff got, got hacked so you would think that a big AAA studio that had just come off a huge release of one of the biggest games of the year with Spider-Man 2, you would think that they would do a better job of protecting their their employees, right? Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I feel like they they were a pretty big fuck up. This, I mean, it all it takes is one one shitty employee, right? One the weakest yeah. link. Somebody, yeah, somebody just respond to a shitty email. You know. I guess yeah. they probably shouldn't have had all that personal information in any way connected to their i, I just seems yeah that should have been me, yeah right? i mean that's what that's basically what tim what tim was saying like that stuff shouldn't be on the same like Server. like structure or tree as as the other stuff like that should be a separate entity completely mm-hmm. so, where people can't even have access to it through the same fucking avenues to get you know the other stuff so I don't know. Crazy, crazy, it's crazy, crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to Steve O'Tiri for his biggest fuck up of the year. My biggest fuck up is another CEO fuck up. And uh, Chris, you mentioned earlier about how people spite made things to try and get people to like leave yeah. this platform, and that is uh, Elon Musk's quote unquote X, aka the former Twitter. Uh, I think taking Twitter, the brand Twitter, 
and changing it to the letter X. Like, like something that has been proven, a, a, a vernacular that has been used for for multiple decades now, and just change it overnight to X. Like, yeah. that is such a dumb bonehead move. Another has, dramatic failing of what an SEO is. It's like, what are you yeah, doing, dude? It's ridiculous. He apparently, um, apparently X is worth 71.5% less than it was when Elon Musk bought it back in 2022. <sighs> 71.5%. He told the he told the advertisers like to fuck off. And now it's just like weird like porn slash like crazy super right wing nonsense. Um it's a bad platform, and I can understand like people wanting to like try and get get away from it, but unfortunately it seems like you know that's just where everyone does that, you know, that kind of communication. So for right now, it seems like kind of like you know just like a, a sinking ship. It is a Titanic. It is a, uh, it's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. Yeah. It's going it's a, places. I bet like uh, in the end, lower. the way I look at it is Elon bought it just to be a troll. He bought it to be a troll. That's really right. what it boils down. He's to like it. one of the worst profit. people to have like so much money to do that. Cause you're <laughs> like, Oh, you're so dumb. And, like he's so willy nilly where like overnight it'll just be like, you know, I, I want this to be this now. And it'll be like, what the fuck? Like now, like if there's, there's no like stability with that brand. Oh yeah. That's the number one thing that most investors want is total volatility every single day. Mm-hmm. Every <laughs> single week. Yeah. That's, that's always going to do well for investors or advertisers or anything. Like it's so, he's so transparent at this point about how he's using it. It's almost like, Oh, it's just this personal playground for shitheads. And that's all it's going to be until it fizzles out of existence. Yeah. And that's really sad because apparently people really liked it. It was a popular. No, I mean, listen, Twitter is, is kind of, it's, it's still like, you know, I mean, up until fairly recently, it was like the only game in town. It was usually beneficial when it came to at least wanting to get news information about trends. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, so and so happened. What what do you mean? Check Twitter. You know, no one's checking NBC, right? Somebody's That's how I got my PS5 Twitter. when it launched. Yeah, yeah Mario sixty four, um, right? <laughs> yeah, <that's> great. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's and it's like I, I even hate to say it. I feel like it's almost too big to fail because, like, even if that dude sells it for seventy five percent less than when he bought it, right? Yeah, it's still like Twitter. It's still like there's still not like a viable. I mean, people still call it Twitter. Like that's how yeah, people still call it Twitter. Yeah, and that's how big. But that's also still how strong of a name it is. Yeah, like no one's really legitimately being like, "I'm a Threads guy." Oh, I'm a thread. Like I, you know, I I tried to get on the Threads wagon. Um, no, just wasn't sticking. About just porn. Threads is all porn to me. Right, you right, you right. I'm like, Uh, oh my god, like why? I've been dabbling with Blue Sky, and you know they're taking their time. I like what they're doing over there. You guys. Uh, nah because that's like server based and that's like the weird thing when like people were trying to find like you know their uh life life raft from the twitter sinking ship is it's like a lot of people tried to push these like server based um platforms and i know i know blue sky is one of those but blue sky seems to have like a central server that like everybody uses mastodon is like hey which server you want to be on It'd be like, well, why do I have to pick? And it would be like, well, because you know, you gotta pick. We only have so much space. 
be like, well, I want to be on this server. And it's like, all the people you like are on that server. So what echo chamber do you want to be in? And you're like, God damn it. <laughs> you're like, God damn yeah. it. What, what server is Wario 64 on? He's like, one you can't get on. It's locked now, bud. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's yeah, How can I get kills, drill? kills it right now. Yeah. Like, you can't get drill. Sorry, buddy. Wince over here. Like, I think, though, they're... That's they're the most frustrating fuck up, because it's like, I still want to use it, and I still use it. Yeah. God damn it. It's dead. God damn it. It's Fuck a it's a machine. Life. It's a machine that will run itself. I guarantee you, if Elon Musk just bought that company and shut the fuck up and didn't do shit, he'd be sitting on on probably probably more money than he <laughs> lost. But yeah, no, but, he but, had to make it a scary place for everyone. Liberals are gonna buy a cyber truck. Oh, you're Steve? right. I have to sell my cyber truck and I have to yell at them when they don't. That's the whole point. They got to get the conservatives on there. Yeah, <laughs> is that why the sound of, uh, what is that? The sound of freedom. Yeah, sound of freedom. It's on Amazon Prime now. Oh, is that why oh, it's, it's doing bananas right now? Yeah. They're saying? Of course. Because when I yeah. went to go see it, they all played the, Godzilla Midas 1 instead. It was awesome. All the weirdos that can't go to a theater because they're not allowed in public spaces. <laughs> <laughs> they can watch it at home now. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's where they'll at. have to have ads soon because Amazon Prime they're going to be doing the ads thing too. <sighs> I awesome. hope it's like the Peacock ads where it's just like one three minute blob and that's it, bro. They just well, you, push, you can we're going to push everybody back to piracy. You this can decade. pay three dollars more, which I'm thinking. Yeah, I already give Amazon enough fucking money. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's rich as fuck. See company. my my balance, dude. It's brutal. Richest giant company asked for three dollars more a month from all of its asshole subscribers. Give me a break. Give me a break. All right, let's move on. Uh, we could do what are we gonna do? Two more, two more. Categories? Yeah, yeah, let's do this top line. Let's do this okay. top line. Uh, next category in miscellaneous is most disappointing. Oh, all the bad ones right out the gate. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's end this like on it. a note, guys. Yeah, yeah. Let's, get, let's get you mad. <laughs> And, oh my uh, god <laughs> I mean it's fitting it's fitting um, since me, me and Steve chose the same thing so I'm going to throw it over to Devin first yeah and you know, this is kind of a kind of piggybacking off of John's uh, biggest fuck up uh, my most disappointing is the information leaked from the insomniac hack uh, and notably insomniac hack the state of gaming and I really triple A gaming. So I did look at some of the more like technical data, right? Um, and there's like some scary numbers getting thrown around. It was like Spider-Man 2 had a you know a reported budget of like 329 million dollars, right? Ooh. Uh, and there were all these crazy metrics, and it's like and it's Wait, like Wait till you till I tell you how much Godzilla minus <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> so so it has like all the and it's like Spider-Man 2 when it came out was like the fastest selling PlayStation game ever, right? What you know, whatever things they went throughout. They're like barely making money, if not haven't made money back on that yet. And it's like oh, how because it costs so much. It costs so much, and it kind of just like Mm-hmm. opened your eyes up to like the state and and like just the state of triple a game which has kind of been an open secret like where sean Layden back when he was running PlayStation was like it's gonna this is gonna burst guys like get ready um and then when you see things like that and they're like struggling to make a profit like a real profit um 
it's upsetting, which then kind of led into, um, you know, documentation about how Sony's like, so you have to lay off X amount of people, like, because of whatever. And then them kind of coming up with reasons why they don't want to lay people off. They're like, we're going to lose, like, you know, just like, uh, you know, educational knowledge or, or I'm sorry, institutional knowledge. Like, this is why we can't. But then we still and they're like, you still need to. And they're like, okay. And that's, and it's like, you make a game that's the fastest selling game ever. And they're like, no, you haven't made enough money. You still have to lay people off. And it's just like, man, it's a kick in the Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, And again, like, obviously the leak is super sad to see. But like, when I looked at that, I was like, cause that's the unfettered like look, right? That's like the shit. The, the business the suits look at and care about and you're like how are you still just not getting there right like how how fucking hard is it to make money in the triple a space well, evidently good, really fucking hard i guess the good thing for us consumers is they're gonna have to churn out something really fast to make some money yeah. and that's gonna be the wolverine game yeah and it's like i guess i guess play wolverine in 2025 or God. whatever it's yeah so yeah, just I saw that and I was like, "Oh, that sucks!" <laughs> just like that sucks to hear. So we hacked Nintendo so I can see what they're. They did I, just all sunshine and rainbows Dude, over they there. They did hack Nintendo. Remember when all those like assets came out for Nintendo and everybody got the code for Mario sixty four, <laughs> and now you can put Mario sixty four in any video game. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. I mean, they I made don't. all those like really scary Mario sixty four YouTube. Videos. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah, right. I mean, that too. But like, no, like people can like legit like you can open up like yeah. But I want, I want like, like I want to know how much money oh, you want like cost. you want like a uh, you want like a dark dark like just like lines of code. <laughs> I want to know how much how happened. Microsoft yeah. had a hack. They said they were gonna yeah. buy Nintendo. Everybody got fucking hacked. But like, I yeah, I want to see Nintendo being like, all right, we sold twenty million copies of Tears of the Kingdom. We've only made an they don't actual let profit employees of twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have fucking emails in there. So, I mean, if it's Maybe. anything like Godzilla minus one, they probably yeah. made Tears of the Kingdom for like five bucks. Yeah, and then Microsoft's like <laughs> negative, negative, negative. Who the fuck cares? Who fuck? Fuck you. Who cares? Fuck you. I have more money than God. Fuck you. Like that's just the Microsoft papers. So, yeah, so that so Devin, yours kind of segues into mine a little bit because Ooh, Bungie, okay. Bungie. Yeah laid off what was it like a thousand or something employees this year yeah was it a thousand? no it was like a hundred it, it was a lot but like it was like there's a lot in the comparative to how many employees in there like yeah there are a lot of veteran employees that got that got axed um and a lot of it i mean they they made it clear that this had nothing to do with sony's acquisition to them and it's not like they were telling them what to, what to do or, or who to lay off it was a bunch yeah. of decision doesn't make them look better maybe looks maybe it makes them look a little bit worse but it was also revealed later that uh during stakeholder meetings it was revealed that sony will intervene if they if they aren't you know if they don't perform and then it was again revealed later that they that you know some high high ranking bungee people were saying that you know the lever that was used to lay off all these people that's a lever that we will that we will that we would uh you know pull again yeah um which is which feels bad 
and a lot of it had to do with again people like Devin was saying people just fucking overshooting how much money they think they would be making in a post-pandemic world it's the people in a board meeting that go we could double our profits this yeah, year it's people yeah people that, like, don't, no, that don't know don't know yeah that don't know who fucking zavala is that are you know they don't know zavala they don't and know Cade. zavala they don't know zavala and Cade. <laughs> Uh, and they're fucking saying this is this is how much how many people should be pre-ordering our game, right? Some guys furious then, Zavala's not in Fortnite. Dude, right Zavala right. died. Zavala is in Fortnite, by the way. But Zavala died this year. <laughs> Did he? And it was oh, it was oh, also oh, revealed. It was yeah. also revealed later. I don't know if this was a. I mean, it seemed like a spiteful, petty move on Microsoft's end. But people that pre-ordered um, the final shape. After it got delayed, Microsoft was refunding them and canceling their their pre-orders. So that makes their numbers dip even even worse. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so so I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, Sony Sony's not gonna give that money back to the PlayStation people. But like, I was having this discussion with with Amir like uh, before, uh, and we were saying like, oh yeah, when Lightfall was revealed. We pre-ordered it right away because, you know, there were some good pre-order bonuses and stuff, and we knew we were going to play it. But with this, it's like, yeah, I'm going to play it, and I'm going to get it when it comes out. But, like, why would I pre- like, why would I spend $100 on this now before before we even knew that it got delayed, right? Yeah. Like, it was supposed to come out in February. If it's coming out in February, why would I spend $100 in fucking November for a game that's coming out in February when there's no incentives, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between me pre-ordering the Resident Evil 4 Collector's Edition because that was limited, you know, a limited release or whatever. I didn't know if it was going to sell out. And I had to buy it twice anyway, so it didn't matter. But, like, the but like the Final Shape is just going to be a digital game that I'm going to play. So, And I'm not playing Destiny 2 right now because of all the, you know kind of burned out on the game and there's there's not there's no real reason for me to go back to the game right now especially during this amazing game in years which we'll talk about next week or whatever or, or on the next episode we, um, we went so hype like we went so hype from bungie earlier this year with the reveal of marathon at the i know dude to absolutely i'm like oh well no, did you hear dude. and there's all the marathon talk too like no i have not heard that's, any of that's that's in the dumps too. That's another fucking thing to add to the most disappointing list of Bungie because we were, like you said, Steve, we were hype on Marathon. It was also revealed by somebody who was at like the Bungie Summit, like one of the content creators. Like they they invited a bunch of people that play extraction shooters to come out and try out whatever build they had of Marathon or whatever whatever they had, and they they asked people that played. Like, oh, would you buy? Would you buy this game day one? And not a lot of people raised their hand. Apparently, allegedly. Mm. Oh, I remember what... that. I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Now. Yeah. So that. it's like, yeah. oh, okay. So now they're not even making a good game that's co- coming after Destiny Two ends. Like, oh no, <laughs> like, this is yeah, not good. Yeah. And I mean, that's also just because people are also wise to that type of game, though. Like, it almost right. never makes sense to get in on the ground floor with these types. Unfortunately. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Especially. Like I mean, again, this could just could could be the writing on the wall, Devin, with games yeah. as a service in general. Like maybe just maybe th- this model for games just isn't gonna be is not sustainable for for the future. And look, Bungie fucking ran Destiny two for how how many years now? Like or just Destiny in general? They they've been running that game as a service for like over ten 
over 10 years right yeah so like and there have been so many other ips to come out that were supposed to replicate what destiny was and try to make it as we ain't talking avengers we ain't talking avengers fucking anthem like i guess like uh warframes is pretty good but like not as not nearly as popular as destiny but like those don't last long if they even make it out the first week you know like (laughs) yeah you know so it's 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 almost like hey like you gotta change it up again you know like we like i don't know a game like takes its genre and like that's the game there are sometimes like imitators that like try and find like a little like teat to milk off of of that like one game that made it big but it seems like once that genre is filled by that big game that's it like it's just it's an immense gamble it's an immense gamble and you're putting so much resources and money into it to to only like a a five percent of them to see success i mean any businessman would be like that's way too volatile and And that's super super volatile and like and at the same time it's like think about like the model that you have to have like the business model like they didn't even know what they were doing when Destiny 2 first came out, where they had to like kind of like slow roll things, make things come like have things on a schedule when they they come out, have it make sense with with the story, ha- keep people engaged, keep the the game exciting to play. Like, cause I don't know, like remember before the Taken King came out, like I was I literally fell yeah. asleep while playing with you guys, like while we were <laughs> playing, cause we were doing the same thing over and over and over again. And again, like. It was kind of like in its infancy, that type of game. It was new. They kind of figured it out. But at the same time, like once you figure it out, people are get, it's going to get stale again. You got to keep, keep it fresh. I think I think creating a games as a service is a lot like starting a restaurant, right? Like nine out of ten of them are going to fail. You got to keep changing things up. Yeah, and... even the one that even the one that doesn't fail will probably fail at some point. I mean, we're getting one this year with justice league. So, (laughs) right. And, and like people aren't going to leave detailed notes why they don't want to go to the restaurant. They're just not going to go. They just don't feel like going, you know, like me. Exactly. Put like 3000 hours into that game. Like the first few years. And then like, you think I'm just going to, I mean, you think I'm just going to be like playing that game forever. Like, especially during this year when there's so many games that came out. Hey, like, lasagna is so good, good here, but I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go eat, eat somewhere else every day. Yeah, well, if you're <laughs> maybe <laughs> come on, maybe every, I mean, I can eat every for a while, twenty years, absolutely. maybe every eighteen years, maybe. If you have <laughs> Resident Evil Four lasagna, Dude. I'll come back every eighteen years. John, uh, they could give you new actually, Resident Evil lasagna every year, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, it's it's interesting to see uh, how how these things unfold. And it's actually super disappointing. Like, there was one point this year where I think I even said it in the Discord where I was like, oh, I'm wearing my Bungie hoodie today and I'm fucking, I'm proud, proud Bungie gamer today. Yeah. And now it's like, I, I'm not going to wear that fucking thing. Outside. Dude, that was the monkey's paw. You said that and it just was like, I said that. Mm-hmm. I, was, I did the, st- it's the Sten curse. It's the Sten, yeah. Oh, that's even, that's what <laughs> it was even the, the thing shirt. he wanted, though, you know? Like, Something usually happens when the monkey paw gets 
grant it, you know, the win. Ah, he was just excited about the thing he liked. Uh, it was like, like the, here's yeah, marathon. Cyberpunk, uh, the cyberpunk shirt that I got before that game <laughs> came out, too. I didn't buy a single Elden Ring shirt. I haven't bought any of the statues. I am staying out of that game. I'm looking around John. my room in a panic right now. Yeah, I want John to buy things <laughs> that other people love. Like, buy an Elden just, Ring t-shirt. No. Like, yeah. <laughs> the year it has a heart attack and falls apart no i'm i play souls games years after they're released that's just (laughs) Elden ring was the only Uh, one you caught up it was a little late but you got i was still late to that after it was confirmed that it was a good it was a good game (laughs) generational game well uh yeah that leaves us with uh steve and and my choice for big most disappointing why did they Whoa. do this? What the hell? Why did they do this? Steve had a pain orgasm there. He's not happy. Yeah, that all. was a little. I mean, that's essentially how I felt the entire runtime of the film. That it's a film. The most disappointing. The Kino. Steve, sure. Steve uh, why, why are you disappointed with a movie where they continually move an old man from one seat to another? Because I what? liked that old man, Chris. I liked that old man. He, he needs they, to sit. They fucked that old man, Chris. <laughs> they did fuck that old man. That's a two and a half hours of an old man that you liked being fucked. It would be like if they brought out the corpse of Mr. Rogers and then they just proceeded to just come all over his sweater, man. It I think I think what made this I think what made this like much worse than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Partially because I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like the first half's pretty decent. Like it's fine. Yeah. But also because of how much, like we said, how much fucking money they spent on this fucking movie. Eighth most expensive movie ever. Like that yeah, uh, is worth killing. Three hundred and eighty-four million dollars. Am I reading that correctly? That's yeah. how much it cost. It's probably. Oh, no, 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 that's how much it made in box office. It is two. It was two hundred and ninety-four point um, seven or something like that. It, it was two hundred ninety-five. Yeah, seven million. Plus, you have to double that for, for marketing. its marketing. Yeah. It's um, could be a half a billion dollar movie that just died because it was awful in every way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's it's just far too much money to spend on a fucking Indiana Sheesh. Jones movie. And it, like let I, me, yeah. Wait till you guys hear how much it costs to make Godzilla. <laughs> 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 a literal fraction of a fraction of that. <laughs> dude hollywood should be fucking embarrassed chris like are you well, kidding that, me that's dude? really what this comes down to because i don't know i oh can't speak for steve 100 but i i feel like this is such an indictment of what oh hollywood filmmaking God. is like it is so over the top dude way too much money and if it made money, I think I probably wouldn't have put it on the most disappointing. It, but I don't do think the, it did. Do the actors, do the actors' salaries and stuff take, or is that like accounted for for the yeah. cost or no? I, th- yeah, I think yeah, it's it that, yeah. but it's also CGI because there's a, a a good amount, if not a lot, of CGI in this film to just make Harrison Ford look younger. This is this is insane, dude. And uh, it's million. oh my god, it's such like it's just a it's a waste. It's just such a waste. <laughs> like, yeah, the, For- the Force oh, Awakens cost like four hundred fifty million. 
That's fun. That's the most expensive movie ever made. Hey, guess where they're coming out of? Fucking Disney. That's what this all. Yeah, man. Yeah, this was very much like Disney just thought like that. That check got cashed like it must have been the day after fucking Endgame came out. They were like, whatever, we'll just print more. Dude, we to be fair though, Disney. To be fair, it's Star Wars. They sell toys. Like, do yeah. they sell Indiana Jones toys? No, but like that's not. that's no. that's the thing about <laughs> Indiana Jones is Indiana Jones doesn't have a connection with a modern younger generation. Absolutely. So, like, you know, the audience was made for like people our age and up, and like you lose a lot of like you know like people people aren't like going nuts for like an Indiana Jones movie that was like. Uh, I can't even say like a, a, a Zoomers Indiana Jones because they didn't have uh, one. Steve, it's yeah. not. And, and it's blatantly a movie made for boomers, I think. And I, okay. the reason. Adjusted for inflation, Star Wars The Force Awakens was $552 million. <sighs> I, I, I think that this movie is representative of the success of Top Gun Maverick. Jeez. And I feel like that audience wasn't necessarily young people, I think it was older people. Oh. Uh, and I feel like they thought they still had that audience. They could still pull from like it. They could still they could they could capitalize off of what Top Gun yeah. Maverick did with nostalgia. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh um, but, they, but they didn't have to make a good movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, because like I, I feel like I feel like a lot of Maverick was like people like me seeing it and be like, that was really good. And then me going, I will see that again and I'll take my dad. You know exactly. Exactly, and yeah. that, and you know that's what happened. I I took my parents to go see it, and it was I was fucking I was supposed great. to take my mom to see that, but she couldn't wait and went with my aunt without me. I was butthurt. Yeah, but then I saw that it. Was fucked up. It was, it see, was that's really that, I think that's pretty rare too, right? For like older generations to go outside of the younger to generation like, yeah, to, to like, see it themselves. Yeah, like, say, I like, can't wait to see this. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, yeah. son. <laughs> And and then we got this bloated fucking Indiana Jones film, and they thought one thing, and they didn't make a good movie, and they filled it full of just awful moments for a character that we all love. <laughs> like it's, it's it's hard to even talk about this critically because it's so bad. Is how did it do in the box office though? Like, did it make any money? It made. I some think it lost. I think it lost pretty much. Let me see. Money. Yeah, it might have made a little back if any yeah. budget. But... Yeah, budget was three hundred million. Box office three eighty four. Like that doesn't that doesn't I don't sound think that like people it. would be happy. Yeah, I don't think that covered it. Anyway. And like the sad thing is, it's not like, oh yeah, we'll make money by selling it to a streaming service. Who'd you sell it to? Ourselves. Ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like I, you know, like they it's, took uh... the shit and then put it in a box and wrapped it up and gave it back to themselves. Yeah, because there really used, used to be in that space, right? Where like you can save it on the DVD or the Blu-ray. Yeah, Not anymore. Yeah. You know, get some recoup, recoup the loss. Hey yeah. man, Harrison Ford got to eat, right? He got to buy his new yacht. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's fine. Not, he ain't. He bought a new plane and he probably just crashed again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So. All right. I think that about wraps it up for most disappointing. Let's move on to our last category of the night, and that is oh. kill. This is uplifting, right? This is, this is uplifting. <laughs> one. Yeah, I'll I'll go first because I already talked. I already talked about mine. And it's Bungie. 
All right, I'm done. Bungie. Bungie. Um, I am am not also with the majority opinion. I will go next. I chose Rebel Moon Part 1, The Ass Breather Saga, Theatrical (laughs) Cut, Netflix exclusive, Zack Snyder. Is it even worth it? Is it even worth the time to even talk about the movie, though? Yeah, I'm, very, I'm actually. I want to hear Chris's or is thoughts. It below, is it yes. below kill? I think yeah. it is worth the time to talk about it because I want to talk about how I think that Netflix, by and large, does not give a flying fuck about what they're making. They throw shit out on their streaming service, especially their films. Not so much their television, but especially their movies. They just throw it out against the wall, and some of it's good, and some of it's bad. Content. Is that a good? Yeah. What'd you say? Content. Yeah, they don't don't care what it is. It's content. It's content. Uh, I'm not like they they make a good movie every once in a while. I'm not going to say they don't like May, December. I thought was good. But in the long run, they they are fueling an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it, it might be a big joke to Netflix, like a big troll. Like, look at this idiot that we're propping up. For you other idiots that like him, ha 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 ha! That's great. I love it. If that's the case, I really hope it is. I don't think it is. I think half of these films are chosen by an algorithm, and then they just thrown up there. Algae rhythm. We Al- watched a movie about that. Oh, yeah, Space Jam too. Yeah, we watched that documentary. Yeah. Called Space Jam too. As much as they say they don't use it, I think they're still using it. I think it's still part of their their See, their business. Space Jam, dude. Space Jam too. Ahead of its time, man. <laughs> ahead of its time. Give it its flowers. This is such a cheap, flowers. such a, a a a brazen ripoff of so many other science fiction films <laughs> that are good and bad for that matter. It is, I love it. It is it is a insult. To Dune as a film, that's all what it Dune. is. It's like a somebody made a joke version of it. It's like the Naked Gun version of Dune, but like, but they, but they were serious. But they were hundred oh, percent serious. They don't wink at the camera. <laughs> it is a silly, uh, silly, 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 silly. Yeah, this. Uh... Yeah, this. Is, all right, you convince me. I'm, I'm watch. I'll watch it tomorrow. <laughs> it is. I, I will warn you, it is boring. Uh, Chris, is Chris, derivative. I was going to watch Poor Things. I was going to watch Poor <laughs> oh, Things tomorrow, man. But you have convinced me. I am definitely going to watch Rebel Moon tomorrow. Oh, and also, don't worry, guys. If you didn't like this one, you can watch the Zack Snyder extended cut that's already been <laughs> greenlit. Already been greenlit. Thank goodness. Why is there already cut when... The, like it was, it's it was not like in the streaming service. It's not like, like Netflix is like, don't do it, Zach. You gotta you gotta cut the film. They don't give a flying fuck. He's maybe, like, maybe they I'm were. I do, Steve. Steve. <laughs> were they? No, no. You know what? Because like the most like damning evidence of all the CEOs of Netflix. He's got black no, what it is, you know, no. I think to Chris's point, what it is, it's just content. So in six oh. months, you're getting the sequel. In another three months, you're getting the extended cut of the first one. In another yeah. three months, you're getting the extended. So that's a year, dude. That's a year, a year of, of fucking zaddy daddy, dude. Are you Damn kidding me? Twelve days, hell of yeah. Twelve, 12 months of daddy. He's eating, dude. Oh, it is. Gosh. It is blatant, like superficial. The Warhammer stuff was cool. Okay. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> I did. Don't worry. I, 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 I won't. I won't fucking lie. I was like, "Yo, some of this shit is like kind of sick." 
Well, you're going to see all but that. But it's a bad movie. You know, it's there's freaking light, really... There's lightsabers, right? There's lightsabers. Yeah, I don't care about that. I care about the fucking blatant ass. They're, there's, they're literally like the mecha- the Adeptus Mechanicus of the Imperium of Man is is doing a thing. And I was like, okay. That's what it's called? Oh, oh, oh I like forgot the Oh, no. There's lots of words. There's lots of buzzwords that fucking tweaked my brain. Yeah. That, that blonde shithead from Sons of Anarchy has the worst Scottish accent I have ever heard in a film to this date. I don't even know what accent that is. It is yeah. Scottish. It is a he, shitty Scottish accent. It this is. might be a cover for his bad acting, but he he has, I think, gone on record as to blame uh sons of anarchy for like ruining his accent he's like i don't really know what it is anymore he's like i lost it <laughs> well, <laughs> so that sounds like the yeah that accent is all over the place ain't it you're like what it's, are you saying dude it's nonsense it's fucking nonsense oh, um, he decided to join the crew <laughs> he just felt like it <laughs> and that's all i have to say about rebel Moon. so oh. you guys go ahead you didn't even mention the space vagina, dude. I don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta mention the space You gotta vagina, mention the space vagina. First fucking six seconds of space Five vagina. Five nights of Freddy's, guys. You got that? Oh, yeah. Um, this is the only movie. This is the only... Yeah, this is the only movie I fucking hard quit. Um, in I, I can't tell you how long. I wish I could have done that. I never finished it. I could, <laughs> I thought about going back to it a couple of times, uh, and I was like, "No, this movie stinks. It stinks on toast." And it's like, I'll be honest. Like, I watched, um, I've watched a ton of bad stuff this year, right? Like, I definitively did that. Um, but like, even something like Rebel Moon, I'm like, okay, whatever, right? I, I'll find something to like out of it. Yikes. I like to think I'm, I'm somewhat of a positive person. I like to think that I'm some type of Zack Snyder. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to think I'm some sort of zaddy worshipper. Um, <laughs> dude, like, I got, I guess, like, halfway there. Um, and I was like, the acting's bad. This looks bad. The, the, uh, the horror element is bad, or if not there. Or just non-existent. Um, the characters are bad. The writing's bad. Oh, I just it. I got sleepy. Time to go to bed, and then I was like, "I'll never, never turn this back on." Bed's better. Um, Bed's yeah. The fucking better. so being I'm unconscious. Better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, being punched in the face by the Rebel Moon uh, is better. <laughs> and being knocked unconscious is better than fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. If like a burglar Damn, really? with like a little like domino mask came up behind you and hit you with like what are, what are those little flappy things? A that sap. They yeah, they hit you with the back of the head with a sap. That would have been better than Five Nights. At <laughs> Chris, are you gonna watch this for your your tops and bottoms? I guess potential? I have to because my bottoms list is pretty <laughs> it's pretty short. Like, Dude, Chris, I, even I if you're not, it. it would be on the March badness list. Let's be honest. Oh, <laughs> no. it's a it, lot. You got to get it out of the way now or now. Or yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a good buddy. point. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. I see what you guys are doing. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> We're just gonna bully you into watching right, shit cool, movies. Cool. Cool. I see how it is. I see how it is. Yeah, that's fine. You guys suck. You guys suck. I don't know, man. Like, it's because, it, like, I think it's a couple of things. One, it was like really successful, which is kind of like good. Good, I guess. Good for you people, not for me. Don't say uh, you, are you implying me? 
No, no. Yeah, good for the Galanis of the world. We get to experience. Damn it, I don't this. care. Um, and like I don't know. I even though Rebel Moon's like the most derivative thing, like if the definition of derivative like, at this point, right? There's still something flashy happening. Like I could put it on for a fucking four year old, and they might keep staring at it. That's right? not a good. That's not a good. No, no, dude, Five Nights is nothing, dude. It's nothing. The best part of the movie was uh, uh, not Christopher Lloyd. What the fuck's his name? Uh, Scream. Scream. Madam. Matthew Lillard. I don't know why. Yeah. Matthew Lillard is on it for maybe two minutes. And I was like, okay. Not a good. Not a good situation when you're leading with Matthew Lillard. Yeah. And hey, I'll I'll be like a Matthew Lillard apologist, I suppose. Like. He's he's done know, some he's, good work somewhere. He's a lot in a lot of movies. Yeah, you know, and like I don't, I don't hate it all the time, right? It's like cool, cool. Um, I don't know, man. It's just the blandness of it is just like offensive to me. Well, it see, is I, like a slam dunk in my head. Five Nights at Freddy's should be a fucking slam dunk for a horror movie, and they fucked it up. <laughs> I, I I think blandness is a. Uh, is a connection between this and rebel moon. Like that's really why I hated it so much is it's incredibly bland and boring. Like it's not fun, bad. Like I, <laughs> I assume five nights of Freddy's isn't either. Like there are clearly movies that are fun. And they bad. neuter the characters in this movie because you know, they want to sell toys. There's literally a part where they like, f- they turn the monsters into friends, basically. I will I will say that. Oh, God. And, like, I'll, I'll be honest. There's a there's a chance that I would be like, Rebel Moon is worse. But it, it does, like, hit that, that Warhammer part of my brain. And oh, like, my God. It, it, dude, it does. It fucking does. And I'm like, okay. Which brain? Which brain? Oh. <laughs> your, your main brain or your backup brain? It's fucking <laughs> just too hard. I like to think. I like to think whatever whatever vile <laughs> to rise higher in my throat is going to be the the winner of this. Yeah. Between five nights of no, like Chris, if you watch Five now. Nights, you'd be like a Rebel Moon's a thousand percent worse. I, oh. I, 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 truly um, I just so I don't know, man. Five Nights is just like white noise the movie it's dull it's boring i was glad to shut it off i don't know you know and it also one of the top top grossing movies of the year yikes yeah you know i don't uh, uh, yeah there's just nothing there's There's nothing there's always one there's always one movie at least Zack snyder you know, doesn't have that satisfaction, right? Can we? Just, I'm sorry. Can we just do like a like a like a shout out? I can't end it on Kill of the Year, dude. Like, who we shout something? Out? Who we shout now? You know I want to just shout out something else that we liked. I can't. I can't just end it on fucking Five Nights. No, we Friday. have to end. We have to end it on uh, Five Nights. Uh, it's like sorry, you know why? Empire you know why? Strikes Back. That way, you come back for yeah. the good stuff because we're we're doing games on the next part as well. As all the optimistic things, yeah, man, mm. yeah, Change for better yeah, and anticipated in 2024. We got good stuff. Oh going. God, yeah, yeah. That's waifu. That's waifu. That's waifu. Come on, Devin. We want. Come on, yeah. Devin. Yeah, yeah. Like this is like across the Spider Verse. It was sad. It ended in a confusing Dude. place. 
<laughs> and we weren't sure what's going to happen. Here, Devin, no. tell us something positive. No, no, I'll, I'll. No, there's uh, nothing I'll, positive. You have nothing positive. No, no, I just sorry. said no. I, I, I want to abide by the, 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 the group. If the you guys think we should end it on this horrible note, we can end it on the horrible note. Or the part, this is the part one. It'll, it'll brighten yeah, up yeah. The part two. I'll, uh, don't worry. Here, I'll give you something to make you feel better, everybody. Here, you guys ready? All right. Yeah, thank you so much. We'll be back next week, and uh, here's the thing that'll make everybody feel better. (laughs) (laughs) I feel. It's my heart. Good night. Good night.